Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. If you really want to be one of the best brewers there is... I stopped uh, dressing all in plastic. You better be brewing five to six times a week. A beer, every beer, is made with love, and it begs to, to be appreciated. I need something to kill the salmonella I'm kind of worried about in the eggs. Do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there? <laughs> well, I might sleep here tonight. It's a California <laughs> king. There's plenty of room for both of us, Beavis. How many of the brewers over there have seen your ass? That's Clearly. it. Someone's getting cut tonight. All I yeah. have to say is, hey, McDonald, how you doing? <laughs> no. Live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. All right. Hey, welcome to the program, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're live from the Hop Grenade here in Concord once again. Having a great time out there. We've got some awesome beer on tap. Drinking a Cellar Maker Pale Ale right now in my glass that I'm enjoying quite a bit. Oh, that's water. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's weird looking. you got to yeah. try this uh, Ballast Point Grunion. Oh, I've had the Grunion before, too. Oh, it's so fresh. That's good stuff, right? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, you have. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right, we got a great show planned for you today, and a lot to do, a lot of drinking to do today, oh, I think, great. is what's going to happen. I did all week. Uh, well, our guests brought beer, uh, and lots of it. We've got four pure brewing company uh, on the show with us today. So they brought us beer, and then we've got a IPA tasting to do here in the beginning that JP requested, I think. I, did, yeah. I, I didn't um, request it. I demanded it. Dem- oh, yeah. yeah. Low alcohol IPAs, right? Yeah, I love it. Like session IPAs? Session IPAs. It's okay, the best great. style ever. Yeah. No, this is legit. This is legit IPAs, and I will participate, and I will be unbiased. <laughs> They'll all be bad, right? Yeah, I can already tell. All right, Moscow's working hard to get that tasting going. But I, Moscow, I do have a question for you while you're while you're working. What? Why on God's green earth <laughs> is oh, this- is Informer by Snow in our playlist program? Uh, well, so what, I can, has, what happened to you I when you were a child? Uh, three eleven, Psycho. Three eleven, Snow, and then more three eleven. 
like the 311 <laughs> i can i can even understand because you you like grew up in santa barbara and you're you know like that's your you wear flip-flops all fucking day every I, day i never grew up in santa uh, barbara well, you get the idea uh-huh. so the 311 Maybe i your can formative years were spent in oh, but I mean. but there's no excuse for snow what happened there? i don't even know what snow you know is. like in that one so why isn't it this is clearly nostalgic for you guys are you complaining or praising but you put it in there not as a joke no no it's not ironic no should have said yes i might have left you alone well he couldn't find the he couldn't find the download of the scat man so oh i have that great now moscow's gonna put the scat man in next week oh lord uh, we haven't seen Doc in a little while. He's made it out to the program today. Uh, Everybody's Doc excited about our guest today. We've got four Pure Brewing Company in direct from London. Uh, we flew them in on the BN jet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, which is really yeah, a freighter. Get- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, means, which means we smuggled them in a box yeah. on a ship. Right. Right. Uh, a Hyundai. Luckily, they survived. Now uh, Doc is going to need, need uh, these IPAs. Uh, and they brought beer. Uh, and they brought beer, uh, so Which we're gonna, is amazing. We're going to yeah. try the beer, and uh, we're going to have a good time hanging out with the four pure yeah. guys today. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good show. We got a lot to do. Also, we're going to talk to Gary Glass from the American Homebrewers Association here just in a, in a couple minutes. Uh, a couple of announcements for you. Um, we have a new Drunk of the Week number. You can call in and participate in, in a weekly Drunk of the Week, but you can do it uh, at your leisure. 855-WIN-DOTW. Win Drunk of the Week. Uh, that Just call in, leave us a message. We played some last week. I think we've got some more this week for you. It's always fun to hear drunk people leave messages. It really, tell you that right it now. Really is. They got to uh, learn to dial too. Sometimes they, you have to. You have to remember. That's why I tried to make the uh, the number as easy as possible. Yeah. Well, and then you just put us on speed dial. Right. You know. Speed dial for number one. Yeah. Number it's real easy. What else yeah. do you need? Take your wife off that and put right. on uh, Win Dotw. Do your priorities straight. Yeah. Uh, I've been telling you that we've uh, selected our date and location for our Brewing Network 10th anniversary party. It's also White Labs 20th anniversary party, by the way. It's the BN10 White Labs 20 party. It's going to be Wednesday, June 10th, down in San Diego on Broadway Pier. You can go to bna10.com. There'll be more details uh, shortly. Tickets are not yet on sale. Uh, the best way to get up-to-date information is to become a recurring donor in the BN Army. Just hit the Donate button. That puts you on our mailing list, and we'll give you all first dibs on VIP tickets, plus you just tend to get information more uh, than ever, than uh, faster than anybody else. So uh, make sure you sign up for that. Uh, and go to bna10.com uh, and sign up uh, on our Facebook page. We'll give you info there. Also, uh, if you didn't know, our wonderful sponsor of this program, More Beer, you can go over to morebeer.com right now. They are giving away a trip for two, I believe it is, to the National Whoa. Homebrewers Conference. You and your whole. You get, yeah, you get tickets, you get flights, you get uh, hotel, you get oh, wow. two VIP passes to the BNA 10 party. Uh, they're, they're really giving away everything. Can uh, BN employees win? Can I enter uh, right now? I don't think so. God. Yeah. Although about, I, I probably should say yes, because then it's on more beers dime instead. <laughs> right. so yeah. What about not employee employees? Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're totally eligible. Buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that's fine. If they think about it. Yeah. Uh, so go over to morebeer.com. You can enter once a day between now and April 15th for a chance to win. So I suggest oh. you do so over at morebeer.com. Good guys over there. Always supporting this program, and, and they always have. And uh, ladies. And ladies, you're right. I apologize to the ladies. And kids. Oh, wait. I'm always apologizing to the ladies. You really are. My whole life. <laughs> sorry. Anonymous ladies. Sorry. Ladies in your life. I'm sorry Picture again. Ladies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can I just Main do an apology now? For, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, you can also support the Brewing Network by doing your Amazon shopping. Just click the Amazon link on our homepage right there. Uh, get all these, uh, all this information and more over on Twitter and Facebook. And then send your show ideas to Scott the Jew. That's Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. Send your feedback over to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. Scott, how am I getting Gary on the line? Is he on uh, Skype? Skype yeah. Okay, I'll do that in a couple minutes. But first, so we just did our Rogue trip. The wonderful yeah. people up at Rogue Brewery in Newport, Oregon, invited us and a listener, uh, uh, actually a member of the Brewing Network Club, uh, who won this for us, um, to come up to the brewery and have a brew day. So we did a road trip, and the first video of the road trip is now available on our Facebook page and our YouTube page. So you can go to youtube.com slash brewingnetwork or just go to the Brewing Network over on Facebook, and the video is currently uh, up and available for your viewing. Oh, it's done already? Uh, just part one. Oh, wow. The Being on the Road. Uh, yeah, The Being okay. on the Road, part one. Not which, the christening video. Uh, not The christening video is up as well. Okay. Yeah, right. that's been up. Uh, yeah. The christening of the new BN Shagwagon. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Which, uh, I mean, Beardy is the star of that video. Yeah, even though he doesn't know it. If you haven't seen that, that's also on our Facebook page. Has it been shagged in um, yet? It hasn't been shagged. Well, as far as you know, uh, Bevo, oh. has the BN shag oh, wagon been shagged in? Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You guys had the back bedroom. Yeah. You think I gave you the back bedroom to be nice? Okay, let me talk about two things that made because <laughs> I check the cameras happen. every morning and there was nothing <laughs> on it. No footage. Right? So disappointing. Yeah. Okay, three things actually. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Sam. Seven people were in that RV. Yeah. Even so if I had, a even even if I had a paper thin door to separate us. Yeah. I rubbed one I out with seven people in there. I didn't care. Please stop talking. It didn't. You just close the curtain or the door. Yeah. Okay. Next. My child was sleeping in between Sam and I. We'll move her over. Where did she come from? Yeah. My my cat sleeps between us. I shift that thing over. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And oh, number three, the, the cameras were rolling. <laughs> Gross. Uh, um, no. Sam's such a number dish. three was Sam was hammered the whole time. <laughs> Are you saying he had whiskey dick? Uh, I'm. Honestly, I don't think so, but he did wake up at one point in the middle of the night and no. grab one of Abby's dolls and like tried to comfort her like she was a baby right. and then oh. fell back asleep because well. I think he thought he was talking to Abby. That's how- <laughs> What a great dad. That's what a how- great dad. Yeah. That's how trashed he was. <laughs> like at that point I woke uh-huh. up I was awake at that, and I was like, why am I the only one that gets to see this? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, that should've... footage should be up on our website yeah, soon. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, it would have been so amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't have sex for a oh, month. Check out episode God. two of Being on the Road. He was like, it's okay, but baby. <laughs> Imagine Sam soothing anything. I mean, <laughs> Except a toothache. <laughs> that, yeah. well, I, mean, I don't know. Oh, my kid shrunk and is soft now. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was he was so beyond that point he had no concept. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good story. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a great time. The first video features Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, which was our first stop uh, oh, amazing. On, on the way up. And I've, I can't believe I've never been to that brewery, for one, yeah. in the 10 years we've been doing this. is the first time there. And what a cool place. And they were really good to us, uh, showed us all around. So you get to see a lot of that in part one on our Facebook page right now. Yeah. Um, so you see the bottling line. Uh, they call it the bottle shop. You see the hops room, a um, little bit of their tasting room that we got to hang out in. You learn about Beardy being an idiot um, in the video. That there's one time. All the time. That one time it's on video. There's nudity in the video. 
Sam again. Oh, yeah, there um, is. There oh, is male or female. Yeah. There's uh, Bevo in um, what I would like to refer to as her sexy pants. <laughs> um, I don't think she calls them her sexy pants, but that's what they are. <laughs> that's what, exactly what they are. And uh, speaking of getting torpedoed, there's also a torpedo. Yes, torpedoes. It's yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, this is very true. And uh, not only was the, the 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 machinery amazing, and and just their whole out outpost there, but the food was stellar. Oh yeah, you got to eat in the you know in the little tap room or whatever. Yeah, amazing food. It's not just pub food. It's you know it, it's pretty. You know, oh, it's good. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe. It. I don't want to call it like shishi or boutique food or whatever because it's not. No, it's but still it's kind quality of down food. Home, yeah. Very high quality food. Yeah, it was amazing. And if you steaks. go on the right night, Ken Grossman will make you sushi. Apparently, yeah. When we were there, in fact, you see a little bit of it in the video. Ken Grossman was behind the line making sushi for the patrons. Yeah, and I found out that apparently him and an old buddy of his used to always go out like on Wednesday nights for sushi, and they wanted to kind of keep the tradition going. So now, at least once a month, Ken and his buddy show up at the at the pub there, and they they make sushi for people. Which is pretty cool. Let's be clear. When we call it a pub, it's nothing like any pub you've ever been to. <laughs> yeah. Right. The ventilation ducts are made out of copper. I know. Yeah. There, are like the things, tone. there are things where, uh, you know, during the construction process, I remember building this place where you're, you're, you're given options. You want this or this. And, and sometimes you look at the cost, you know. You look around Sierra Nevada, and at one point, you can pretty much tell that Ken went, uh, I don't know, which one costs the most? I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. do you have a gold-plated version? Because if you have the gold-plated version, I want that too. No? Okay. Well, then four <laughs> copper versions. Yeah. I felt like the silverware was diamond-crusted so that it cut better. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's a very high-class brewery. It's, it's cool. It was, yeah, it was really neat. So a world-class operation. You can see it on the first video uh, that's, that's online now. We hope you enjoy it. I believe there's going to be two more videos. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Rogue Brew Day, and then there's a listener party and a farm, the Rogue Farms that we went to. So, How many listeners were at the party? Um, not too many, five or six, I think. Newport's way out no, there, no, no, right? No, yeah. uh, Literally, so was, I was in your medical. But you know what was cool is that a lot of other people who didn't know us, but Rogue said, hey, these guys from the Brewing Network oh, yeah. are coming. We'd like you to roll out the red carpet for them. So a bunch of the locals came out nice. to party with us yeah, just nice. because Rogue said, these are good people. Come party with them. And how wrong were they? <laughs> and later on, they were like, well, we won't listen to John and right. Stacey yeah. anymore. This is the last time we come here. We robbed the shit out of those people. Yeah. It was amazing. They made us oysters. Which I never enjoyed before, but, but the ocean did. That. But they were good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, because they cook theirs, so so yeah, they actually and, made yeah, them. And actually, so that was yeah. the thing leading in, because they, you know, Stacy was like, "We're going to have the the mother shuckers," is what that group is called. They're going to be doing oysters, and it's going to be amazing. Oh. And Jay and I are like, "Fuck that! Raw oysters are terrible. It's like swallowing loogies." I was not <laughs> yeah. looking forward to. It was the only no. part of the trip I was not looking forward to. Well, me too. But, and I was feeling bad because yes. they they wrote it to us. You know, it's this great thing, and they were so excited about it. And yeah, exclamation points all over. Yeah, the I place. had the same reaction. I go like, oh, "I'll slurp a few down, but I don't like it." Yeah, That's, and so we were talking about the best way to subtly <laughs> decline this, and then it turns out they just shucked them and then cooked them in a pot with garlic and butter, wow, and then they scooped them in a bowl and you eat them with a fork like nice. a human, and it was amazing. Nice. Uh, they also the what they cooked them in also was brutal bitter from rogue oh that's right so they yeah. cooked them in the rogue oh, beer nice. and then yeah with the garlic and the butter and it turned out they were great wow. which uh i felt much better about because when i was reading the description i thought i was like all right well maybe i'm the only one who doesn't like the oysters we get in the shagging wagon and i'm like so guys no tell <laughs> not the name 
And I go, so guys, tell me that somebody else here, like, that you all like oysters. And pretty much Scott's the only one who raises his hand. Like, <laughs> nobody else likes oysters. And I'm like, shit, we're going to be so rude. I don't want to be rude. Yeah. So now I'm thinking I'm going to have to eat a bunch of oysters and smile through it. Yeah. Uh, turns out they were great. Oh, they were amazing. Until some douchebag listeners... With the help of your shitty husband, Bevo, uh, put an um, oyster in my beer. I left. Oh. I, I asked Sammy to hold the beer, so I, I go away. So for, there's your first mistake. For, <laughs> right. Yeah. I go away he for five drinking. minutes. I come back. I take a sip of the beer. You're fair game. And the funny thing is, it doesn't. T- it, it tastes fine. Right. But it smells really oystery, right? Was it oystery? Or gar- I would imagine more garlicky, but well, it I don't know. S- it smelled like oyster juice. Okay. And mm. so I could smell it's really pungent, and I was thinking, well, it must be my fingers. Right. Like from oh, eating yeah, the sure. oyster. So first, I, I'm like, God, do I have oyster all over my fingers or something? And then everybody around me bursts out laughing. <laughs> 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 Laugh it up, yeah. funny boys. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out I look down, and there's a giant, grody, vagina-looking oyster in my beer. Was it a raw one? Or the... I was cooked, I think, yeah. There were no raw ones. They were and all so cooked. He gave it back to Sam, and then I come out a couple minutes later, and Sam hands me this beer. <laughs> and is like, hey, you should try this. Yeah. And coming from Sam, I was like, uh, I don't know. No, don't do it. And then I, I smell it, and it's garlicky and oystery, and I'm like, uh, oh, no. There's things you should never mess with. Uh, two things. A, a man's car. Yeah. And his beer. I agree. Just don't do it. <laughs> Everything else is fair Sam, game. Sam, yeah, Sam, we gotta fine. Talk, we got to talk to Sam about drinking etiquette. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you hand somebody your beer. It was a, a pretty much full it's beer. A, that's, a, that's a bro operation. Here. It's you a sacred to, thing, right? Yeah. You, you don't let people mess with that. No. Maybe so. Sam didn't know. Well, Are clearly. Are we going to give him the benefit of the doubt? <laughs> this is Sam's whole life. This is my whole relationship with Sam. <laughs> is, I always have to give him the benefit of the doubt. What do you mean? I, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. So one thing I can say. Is I don't think that that was Sam's idea. He probably helped facilitate it, but I don't yeah. think he would be like. He allowed it. He oh yeah, definitely. He was not a bro. Let me be clear. I would have allowed it as well. <laughs> he was the guy. You are also beer. not right. a bro. It, by definition, I am not your bro. <laughs> like Tasty said, you, you know, you hand somebody your beer. There's a code there. There's a code. Oh, yeah. You know. And anyway, they put oysters in my beer. That's rude. That's rudeness. Was it a full beer? Pretty full. Oh. I mean, it was, yeah, like three quarters full. Yeah. Well, then they Because when they handed it to me, it looked plausible that it was <laughs> Why is everybody fresh. so distracted? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is how easy this room is. There's a, 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 a hot blonde walks in front of the window for, for like two seconds, and the whole room stops paying attention immediately. Huh? Like, everyone, Are we live yet? I'm pretty sure JP just broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> He ripped, he ripped that scar yeah. open. Yeah. Oh, Taryn's here? <laughs> yeah. That's, Thanks. That's yeah, a, you're welcome. Yeah. Right. Good, good save. You're engaged, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I am. Mm. Wedding stuff is amazing. Oh, we haven't even uh, no. congratulated you on the air, I think that's, that's no. break. We just broke the news right now, right? Oh, it yeah. Not been Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, JP true. got engaged. Yeah. Is she knocked up well, or what? No, 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 no. Shotgun. Are you sure? Yeah. Have you made her take a test? <laughs> no. You want me to? Let's just say Let's that on air. nature's test has is, came up a plus <laughs> or a that? negative. What? Oh, what? <laughs> no, yeah. a nature's uh, test. Well, was, story for a minute, I was like, I don't understand. Six to one story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are getting married, huh? Yeah, September. 
Already yeah. September. Well, we, we Taryn just couldn't wait. Well, we found. Well, can you blame her? Can you blame her? <laughs> yeah, like she had right. the venue booked twelve hours after yeah. you asked her. I'm sure. Uh, we we saw a venue, and uh, you know, wouldn't uh, we could have done it in like February? But the place has a pool and a hot tub and all this outdoor shit, and we mm. wanted to use it. I see. And uh, we're like, well, we don't want to wait till like June of next year. So okay, let's just do it September. Why not? Nice. Wow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I don't know what to what tell you, you, And then she's like, I've been planning this wedding for like three <laughs> years. Life. And I'm like, right. oh, well, then First there of all, you go. this is like the how many people have you had sex with question. <laughs> if she says three years, double it, at least. She's been planning this wedding for six years. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and we've been together five. So, <laughs> yeah. I've but, had to save the date for two years now. So, <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sent it to all of us. Yeah. It. It's just <laughs> a picture of Taryn with a drawing of me next to it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. She's well, earned it. I, she, has she? Yep. <laughs> she has. Yes, uh, absolutely. Are you excited? I mean... I uh, am excited, yeah. yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Just the wedding. Yeah, yeah. I think the party, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the party will be yeah. nice. What about the marriage? Just deal with the rest. Well, I'm sure the marriage will be very similar, except that she now owns half of everything I own. That's Which true. Not a whole yeah. lot of stuff. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> but now you own half of everything she owns. Which is equally small amount of stuff. Yeah. Well, so between the two of you, you guys own a thing. <laughs> there you go. Oh. You own one thing. Co-owner. <laughs> yeah. Crap. Uh, is she allowed to drive your car once you're married? She, or, uh, I've let her drive it on three separate occasions. Okay. When it. you were drunk and needed a DD. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All three times. Yeah. He's even let me do that once when he was drunk. Now, no, that's I've amazing. never let you drive yeah. your car. You must no. have been real drunk. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was from Scott's. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It wasn't fun. That. You let me move your car. I don't remember that. Move. Shit. <laughs> oh. Apparently, you've been drinking a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. you were par- it was in the Martina studio. You were parked in some zone, and you're like, I can't drive. We need to move this into a different place, so we had to move it like up the street. Wow. I drove. Oh. Like I, I don't believe either of you. You were backseat driving. You were telling me when to turn. As Was if I? I didn't know. You're like, take it right here. It's like, yeah, I know how to get to your house. <laughs> <laughs> I live there. Left. Yeah. Left. Stop. All right. I know where you are. <laughs> well, it's exciting news, JP. Congratulations to the two of you. Well, thanks. And like I told you in, in a text, uh, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, the pressure. right. pressure's on. Yeah. Well, the thing is, people have been saying that I'm the next one to get married for like six marriages now. Right. And every time I'm like, all right, I'm not hiding anything here. There's no secrets. Um, and sure enough, there's nobody left. <laughs> so, so now when they say you're the next one, they might finally be right. Yeah, yeah. by uh, default. I mean, right? Is there anybody left? Because well, Moscow's engaged. Uh, Doc might move on Doc, to number two before me. He could get me. remarried before you. It, this yeah. could happen. Yeah. So well, you might not be the next. I was going to make that joke, but then I thought it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I waited until you thought too met. soon. Well, yeah. I just didn't want to like air anybody's business. Yeah, Doc's yeah. got new. Doc moved into his own house the other day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. new fa- Doc two point has begun. Yeah, shit. Beware, beware, <laughs> buyer, beware. Wow, the summer it, of Doc. I is that a, this man cave? That, is that a bigger uh, announcement than uh, JP and Taryn's engagement? <laughs> yes. what, what, yeah. Is Doc's pending yeah. divorce? Yeah. I, it this might be. Me, Doc and I can hang. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful, Tasty. He'll kill you. Whoever has 2015 I'll tell you what. Pool, yeah. Yeah, right. If you start hanging out with Doc, you will move up in the death pool yeah. quickly. Yeah. Right. Quickly. I'll have to maintain a curfew with him. I think I'm at the top of the death pool now, right? 
since the Kate the, might kill you. The, no, the liver and oh. the cholesterol thing from last week. Well, I the think, liver, yeah. yeah, but cholesterol until they put you on drugs, yes. But once they put you on like a some sort of statin or some shit, you'll be fine. Mm. Look at me, I'm I'm healthy as a horse. She's at, she's not, not going to yeah. put me on drugs yet. She's going to. Oh. I'm supposed to try to fix it with diet. I'm supposed to eat things. Yeah, good they have as many They retested you after your beer weekend at Rogue. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, no, they did, they haven't retested me. They after retested me after Dallas. the Dallas beer week, and it was not okay. good. She showed me my results. I got to look at the results. What was your uh, so, Well, the, the, the cholesterol's uh, 212. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's really uh, not bad at all. Just, she made it sound it, like it's no, enormous. It's just, no. just kind of in the danger zone. It's outside of normal. It's <laughs> yeah, above. Yeah. above normal. The top of normal is 200 or something, or 195. Yeah, okay. the only, when you're just that much above, the only people that care is your insurance company. I see. Yeah, it's nothing. Dude, I got life insurance being 240. Like, oh. I'm great. Because I don't want to stop eating salami is the only you thing I care about. You start eating more fish. Charcuterie. Yeah, just take a walk. Great. You have to do. eat more fish. Uh, no, take fish oil. So the, the liver enzymes, though, they weren't looking too good. Like, a couple of yeah. them were three times the normal limit. Oh, yeah. You're and, going down. Uh, so, processing. Yeah. Huh. That's what I feel. I was like, well, they're just they're highly active right now. I just I was on a binge, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your Monday to Sunday it, binge. It, it happened. Right, right. <laughs> For 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I was on life, you know. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Your liver's had a lot of practice. I'm yeah, life binging. That's what I figure. So I don't know. She says, you know, if you continue like this, you're going to have cirrhosis or whatever. But. Yeah. Well, of course. If you continue drinking, you're gonna, something's going to go yeah, wrong. But that, you can't, like, see it up. or anything. So yeah. I don't, how, who even knows? It's fine. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> it might not even be real. Right. Kate might have paid her off. Yeah. Have you have you seen your liver before? Yeah. No. You might not have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even I, don't even, I don't even know if it's there. Yeah. Which would explain a lot. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo to me. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of voodoo. Yeah. It's just getting toughened up. Some people call it hardened. But. <laughs> right. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, I, if Doc I makes give it, it a risk, everyone's That's fine. what I. This, now, now, this is probably the problem is that uh, I compare it to Doc. And I don't think anybody should do that. <laughs> no. I always go, oh, well, look, Doc's right. fine. But the truth is, Doc's insides are probably either uh, made of stone. There's some. <laughs> he was some weird, like. Uh, uh, Gollum. Evolution. Right. Evolutionary fucking. Right. You know, hybrid. Nightmare. Right. He's the next uh, level. Yeah. He's a superhuman. <laughs> or he's going to die any day. I feel like I feel like he's made his intest his own intestines out of PVC. And they're they're, they're fine now. So they're lighter they're lighter weight than stone, maybe some carbonate, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We won't know until we open them up. But I think the the, the, the point is you, until we you, open I, I should up. never compare to Doc. <laughs> I should never go, well, Doc does it, so I'll be fine. Yes. I think that's a bad practice. Well, that's how you got in this whole problem to begin with, I imagine. (laughs) At least some of it. Doc does it, and he's like 89. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh... Hey, I don't, I don't have Gary Glass here. He, he just added you, so if you go to pending uh, contacts, he added you from a, a different account. Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I will say Skype is, is very difficult. They've made some changes in how those uh, pending things happen. They have, oh, right? really? Like, I don't see pending. I see contacts, but Ugh. where's pending? Wait, here we go. Phones are way simpler. Is that him? I think I got it. Okay. Gary Glass. Haven't we been using Skype for 10 years also? At least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm still in Or maybe not pretty. quite. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> yeah. on the outside. I won't be once the liver fails. I'm going to turn yellow. That's the inside. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to talk to Gary Glass about uh, the upcoming National Homebrewers Conference, which I believe is the ninth conference I will have gone to in San Diego. Tasty more for you, I'm sure. First uh, one was yeah, 2004. 2004, oh, three. okay. Three, 2003. Yeah, all right. Uh, so it's coming up. It's in San Diego. Hey, Gary, are you with us? I am. How are you, buddy? 
I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for being on the show again. Uh, my pleasure. So we're just starting to talk here about the National Homebrewers Conference uh, back in San Diego this year. Yeah, yeah. Very excited to be back in uh, in San Diego where they've got sun, surf, and a whole lot of really amazing beer. They do. I was there recently, and when was the when was the conference there last? Three years ago, something. Two two thousand eleven. Four years ago. Four years ago. It was already a great beer scene. Four years ago, it's about double that now. I think it's just yeah, awesome. Yeah, there, there are over a hundred breweries in San Diego County now. Okay. Now, tickets are still available, of course. Um, so if you're if you're interested in a ticket, you can go over to uh, what's the website there, Gary. AHAConference.org. There you go. Tickets still available. And uh, is the hotel still available, do you know, the town and country? Uh, the, the town and country is sold out. Okay. Uh, but there are, it's, the town and country is in Hotel Circle. So there are a whole bunch of hotels in the area. Check out the website for the, for the, um, uh, the hotels that are part of our block. We have special room rates at several hotels in the area. Uh, and then we'll have shuttle buses that are running around to, uh, to take people to the town and country. Beautiful. So tell us a little bit about the conference. What are you excited about this year? Uh, well, this year, um, you know, it's just uh, I, I think what I'm most excited about is that because we're in San Diego and because we're at this particular hotel, we and, and we've taken over the entire hotel. Nice. Um, we are doing uh, the, the welcome reception, uh, which formerly known as Pro Brewers Night, which is basically Pro Brewers Night. We're going to have... Uh, probably 50-plus breweries from from San Diego and beyond uh, serving their beers outdoors. Beautiful. You know, on the hotel grounds, uh, you know, surrounded by palm trees um, and pools. And uh, I, it's just – it's going to be so awesome. I, I can't wait. Love uh, it. And then we do it all over again except with homebrew clubs. You know, 80-plus homebrew clubs spread around the, the hotel uh, uh, campus. Um, it's it's going to be crazy, insanely fun. Are we doing club night outside as well? Yes. Wow. What a great way to use San Diego weather. Exactly. I mean, where else are we going to be able to pull this off? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to bring my bikini out, girls. <laughs> JP looks well, hot in a bikini, Gary. Yeah, I got my bikini body going. So literally, awesome. spr- uh, literally I spread out. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I'm so enthralled. <laughs> What's that tasting? Well, there's no one big open space there at that hotel, so they'll be down these yeah. corridors and in these like. How's, how's it going to work here? Alleys. Yeah. Uh, no, there is quite a bit about open space. So we'll be able to all like get into a circle and or, or pools and fountain courtyards. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it's it, it won't all be in in one, you know one space yeah. but it will be spread around yeah, okay. oh good that sounds like fun trust me it will be yeah i like that to be, i like to be able to maneuver around a little bit yeah yeah i like the, the hotel uh it'll help lower space. my help lower my cholesterol yeah, yeah. if i have to walk from beer to beer <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you know i feel yeah. like be good I feel like that's better yeah. <laughs> well you've always had to walk you didn't have a whole scooter were you people just carry me actually gary i stand still and they they sort of carry me from place to place so this will be better. How long until we get a uh, BN Segway? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on order. <laughs> We've been terrible at segues for years. Yeah. <laughs> we should just get the rogue train, and that way one guy just drives us around to each table. <laughs> we could and ask we John and Stacy to bring it down. They're going to yeah. come down to the BNA 10 party and serve the beer we just brewed. Maybe I'll see if they trailer uh, your, your train. I'll be yeah. DD if, we could, if I could drive if the, you can drive the train around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So uh, tell me more about the, the pro brew night was a little bit moved around last year, and, and this year saying it's called the opening reception, but it functions just like pro brew night this year on yeah. Thursday? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're, we're calling it the welcome reception, which is a little bit like our, our sister event, the Craft Brewers Conference, but essentially it's the, this is where we focus on, on local breweries. And so it'll be very similar to what we've done in the past, except it's outdoors. The breweries will be there. The breweries will be serving their beers. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic. Okay, I love it. So, how about we give away a ticket? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Right now, you're down, Gary. We can do uh, that. Yeah, absolutely. All Let's right. do it. It's a full conference pass. Yeah, I wow. think we're going to give away a full conference pass. You got to get yourself there. But the beardy. But- <laughs> hey guys, I get to go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fake employees are not eligible. Uh, we're going to go for caller number 10. So 888-401-BEER. 888-401-BEER. Give us a call right now. We'll take caller number 10. We'll give away one pass. And then I think we're going to give away a, another pass because, Gary, you told me I can do two, right? Yeah. You're awesome. Okay. So we're going to do... <laughs> I know that. Caller uh, number 1,000. Well, we don't want to alienate our podcast listeners. No. So we want our podcast listeners to be able to participate as well. So you guys are going to call in and leave us a message at 855-WIN-DOTW. And you're going to tell us why you deserve to win a ticket to the NHC. Make your case. Now, this could be a sob story, right? Like your dog just died and you spent all your money on his shrine that you built in the backyard. <laughs> You're cathartic there a little bit, huh? <laughs> you can, you can, you know, that maybe that's the reason you deserve a free pass. Uh, maybe you're just cheap. And, and you'll never experience something like this unless Gary so kindly gives you a ticket. I'm actually uh, bidding on a section of Hummels on eBay right now, so I can't afford it. So please <laughs> yes. send me that. So 855-WIN-DOTW. Uh, it's our Win Drunk of the Week uh, hotline. 855-WIN-DOTW. Leave us a message this week, and on our next program, we'll play the finalists, and we'll vote here on air who the winner of the second NHC pass is. So this is exciting stuff because, uh, first of all, uh, the pass is, is worth a little bit of cash. And second of all, you then get to spend your money on beer in San Diego if you get to go. You know, that's how I would look at it. Or that shrine or the, for your dog. <laughs> or that liver transplant. Or, or your ex-girlfriend that happens to live there. <laughs> there you go. Stacey has eight. <laughs> <laughs> One for each day One's there. Leaving, I heard. Paternity's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've got our caller number 10. Let me make sure not to hang up on them. That would be, that would be disastrous, wouldn't it? Because then we'd have to trust them to call back in and, and, and be the right one. Uh, uh, sir or ma'am, you are caller number 10. Who are we talking to? What's up? What's up, Justin? It's Brock from uh, Marietta, California. Brock, how are you, brother? Pretty good, man. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great, but I think you might be doing a little better because you just won a full conference pass to the National yeah. Homebirds Conference. Hell yeah. And he's so close. Yeah. He can drive there real easy. Beautiful. Okay. You got to go yeah. to the yeah. seminars. Not even 45 minutes. Yep. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent. Man, I wasn't even going to call in. I thought it, I thought I would have overshot 10. 
Uh, well, you got it. You're a winner. Uh, thanks to Gary Glass, you now have a full conference pass. Have you ever been to the conference before? No, I haven't. Oh, Brock is stoked. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. Stoked. Uh, awesome. you, you you picked the right year to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no kidding. Yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> you you may never miss one again after experiencing it in San Diego. It's a good time down. There. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Gary uh, is is on the line. Uh, he's the guy to thank him, and of course the Homebrewers Association. Um, uh, Brock, I do have to ask: Are you an AHA member? Yes. Beautiful. Good man. Yeah, sure. oh, we dodged the bullet there, didn't we, Gary? <laughs> we still got time to sign him up. Because yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, get out your get out your cash right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, pay on up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, uh, HA. Oh yeah, looking forward to to seeing you in San Diego, Brock. Heck yeah, me too. Hey, Brock, and I'll tell you what, I'm going to throw in a pass to the BNA10 party too. How about oh. That? Oh. Double your man. Yeah, we're gonna get Monday, you. Monday, Monday. <laughs> we're gonna get you all sorted out in San Diego, man. Um, Dude, you guys are awesome. Uh, Brock, I'm not gonna do shit for you. So. <laughs> Make sure you come up and say hi to us and let us know who you are. Yeah, well, why don't we oh, just I definitely will. Get him a special badge with big glitter hugs. or something on it. Well, we don't need to hug. Brock, uh-huh. it's not all good because I'm gonna make you be Doc's handler for the week too. <laughs> <laughs> So you're gonna have to. I might be able. I might be able to uh, deal with that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hang on the line. Bevo's gonna get your information so we can get it all over to Gary. And get this taken care of. So congratulations, right, brother. Cool. Hang on. Hey, thanks, Justin. All thanks, right, guys. no worries. Uh, well, there you go, Gary. That's a happy dude. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's what we want. He's he's going to be even happier when he's at the conference in San Diego. <laughs> I had a great time. Yeah. I think you're right. I can't believe that we have the whole hotel and it's sold out, Gary. That's awesome. I like it yeah. that way. Well, the hotel's sold out, but the yeah, no, that's what I mean. That the whole hotel is sold out. I think that's going to be an epic party. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. The entire think? yeah, <laughs> the entire <laughs> campus of homebrewers. That's pretty uh, sweet. Yeah, was great. We won't have people calling. Yeah. The police on us uh, in the BN suite. That's true. Uh, Last time we were there, there was the Young Democrats meeting, which, oh. <laughs> was, which was fun to walk by and try to crash yeah. their party. Yeah. Uh, did they end up at our, any of our parties? I'm sure they were probably the ones I calling the did. cops. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they did too, Gary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. Well, this is exciting stuff. We're going to keep talking about it here on the show because we always just get so excited about this event. It's our favorite event of the year. It always is. And uh, we're excited to be going back again. So uh, head over to the site now, which is ahaconference.org, Gary? Yeah. All right. And you can get yourself some tickets. There's still room. That's the beauty of the facility in San Diego is that uh, more capacity than we've ever had for this conference, right? Yeah. This is, uh, this is you know, including the entire grounds, yeah, probably the, the biggest space we've ever had. Wow. Um, you know, certainly we, we're going to have the most exhibitors we've ever had. We've got over 100 exhibitors uh, displaying their wares at the at the conference this year. Awesome, that's cool too. Because last year, at least in, in my memory, um, maybe it's been the last two years, have been the best exhibitor experience. More exhibitors, more gadgets to go play with, more stuff to put our hands on. So I'm, I really like that you guys have grown that part of the conference. Yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh, I mean when you guys started, it was. It was quite a bit smaller than it is now. <laughs> it and, really uh, was, yeah. Uh, but but yeah, to see the, the the crazy new equipment that that comes out every year, yeah, uh, and and get to drool over all these things that you know you want. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's new brew <laughs> systems, and, and, and that you didn't even know you wanted until you saw them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the hard part, isn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah. And there were software companies there the last couple of years, so you get to go in and play with new brewing software. I mean, you name it, it's it, there. It was even it's much bigger last year than it had been, and I'm looking forward to it being even bigger now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Gary. Well, we are looking forward to it. We'll keep talking about it, make sure everybody knows. Okay, yeah. All right, brother. I'm super excited about it. And we're going to give away one more pass once again to you podcast listeners, 855-WIN-DOTW. Leave us messages. Let us know why we should send you to the National Homebrewers Conference. All right, Gary. Thanks, brother. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Take care. Bye. All right. Good people over there at the AHA. Gary's a good dude. Um, all right, here's what we need to do. We need to do this uh, IPA tasting, don't we? Uh, yeah, let's try and knock it out of here. All yeah, right. It's been sitting in front of me, and I've been a good boy. So explain what's happening here, Moskowitz. So we got a, an East Coast versus West Coast uh, IPA taste-off. Uh, one of our listeners, Michael Cafaro, um, he sent a bunch of fresh examples of uh, East Coast IPAs that we never see here, let alone uh, fresh examples. I believe these are just about a week old or so. And uh, we have uh, three uh, West Coast IPAs. One is an Imperial, one of the West and one of the East. Uh, and uh, we're just going to kind of compare some of the best uh, examples from the uh, East Coast and uh, some good examples from the West Coast. So are we doing this blind and, and we're supposed to tell you what we think is East and West? Is yeah, that what's there's happening? supposed to be this huge distinction. Let's see if there really is one. All right. Do I need to know anything about my rows here or I just tell you what I'm doing? No, I'll, I will tell you once you uh, give me your verdict. Okay, so yeah. we'll just go one by one. Yeah, and in fact, I mean, we, we can taste during the break and uh, sort of come back and report our results if you want, so it's not just a bunch of sipping. Why don't we just do it quickly? Okay. We don't have to spend a lot of time on this, right? We're going to no. do, yeah. do some rapid fire. All Let's right, all taste the same one at the same time, though. Okay, top, top uh, left and go yeah, in the, order? Yeah, the closest one to you on the left. I, I was thinking close left. Bottom left. Okay, so bottom, bottom left. left. That makes no sense, but let's do it. <laughs> bottom <laughs> left. There we go. Everyone's got okay. the same one, and uh, we'll take a one. sip. Yeah. One of the cloudy ones. Oh, it smell. I like the I like the smell of this one. Yeah, they've been uh, warming up for about uh, twenty minutes. So yeah, you'll yeah. get uh, lots of hop uh, something yeah. cardboard, wet hoppy cardboard. East Coast. Oh, uh, this. Uh, so that's we're in the East Coast. Yeah, East Coast. Definitely East Coast. And by the way, just so nobody on the East Coast or West Coast is yeah. offended, well, I'm not saying that it's not a hoppy beer. It's a great hoppy no, it's beer. Really hoppy. Good beer. I just the I just feel I'm just guess I just feel like it's an East Coast it's, IPA. It's, I think it's too malty, too crystal malty. For the uh, what I perceive as lower ABV, higher, you know, quote unquote session IPA. Okay, that's what I think. Doc, what'd you say? I didn't say it. Uh, uh, what, uh, East Coast, yeah. tasty. Uh, East as well. And beardy. East. Okay, we're either all wrong or all right. That's heady topper. Okay, East Coast IPA. Wow, and people fawn over this. I don't yeah. really. I should. I think it's too sweet. It's. Um, I'm not a big fan. They're uh, in Virginia, if you'll well, recall, from the Jeopardy game. Yeah. It says to drink it out of the can? Yeah. That's going to be better. Yeah. So you can't it see sure how it is. It's an exclamation yeah. point, in mm-hmm. fact. Drink out of the can. Of all of these six why? beers. Why, that, would they, why would they encourage that? That's, that's the, the most, big milky mist. That's the cloudiest. That's the, the most yeah. cloudiest. Yeah. You never see it? That's yeah. not right. tasty. Please don't look at this beer. Is this can conditioned? <laughs> anyway, I sorry. I think it's pretty good, though. It's a really good beer. It has good hop flavor. I like that. But there's there's this crystal malt sweetness in the middle that it, it divides the the flavor and the bitterness and i don't like it okay i do want to point out that the east coast uh, examples are all in uh, tall boy cans and the west coast are uh, one tap and two bottle okay uh number two also east coast oh. uh, strong notes mm. of uh, the, the middle on the bottom Is yeah middle bottom yeah pineapple yeah uh, well, very pineapple-y. I, I smell butterscotch apple 
It's definitely got a sharper taste or smell to it. Mm-hmm. I say West Coast. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Doc, East or West? I'm going to the East. Tasty? East. East. All right, we got one dissenter. It is East. This is a double oh. IPA from Fiddlehead Brewing Company. That's a double IPA in the yes, East Coast? Sir. Oh. Wow. Uh, they're in uh, Shelburne, Vermont. What's the uh, ABV on that? Eight and change. Eight, oh, eight two. God bless him. It's mm. really good beer, too. Butterscotch? Really? Mm. Yeah. No, the got, the I, next one on the, the, the bottom right. Yeah, mm. Move it along. Well, this one's even more oh. pineapple than the last one. Well, this one does much have much more caramel. This tastes like a pale ale. Hmm. I, I, think, this, West I think West Coast. West Coast. I think it's missing. There's a lot of hop flavor. There's a lot of hop bitterness. And I think that... It's the, a bit unbalanced in that sense. Yeah. The distinction between East and West, for Un- me, is East Coast use a lot more crystal malt. And this is missing that. So that's what I'm basing it on. This is not sweet enough yeah. to be an East Coast? I don't think so. But then again, I thought that on the last... Well, I don't know. Anyway. I'm not a fan of this one. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Doc? West or East? East. Doc's sticking with East on this one. Tasty? Yeah, I think East as well. And Beardy? East. All right, we got two Westers over here. Uh, this is East as well. This is a oh. La- Lawson's uh, Sip of Sunshine IPA. Lawson's is out of Connecticut, Stratford. Okay. This is UConn, folks. Now, are we three and three? So we now know that the, no, the no, remaining... Yeah, I tried to fool you, but it didn't, it didn't quite work how I planned. <laughs> all right. Well, the remaining three well, are... You didn't fool yourself. West Coast, I think. Yeah, see how they compare. Now, the one you're sipping now is actually a new brewery in uh, Berserkly. They're called Fieldwork. I totally would have voted West Coast on that. Jesus. That's a Chisel IPA. Chisel? What are you Jesusing? Do you like he's drinking IPA. That's West Coast bitter for you right there. It's yeah. butterscotch. There's a lot of butterscotch in the aroma. Ooh. Uh, yeah. To me, I got that in all of the East Coast yeah. beers. Yeah. Yeah, and, me too. And you're not getting it in that West Coast beer? No, I do also. Okay. Like, to I'm me, like, that... Because that, that one's got what, the strongest one, I think. That was one of the reasons I picked East for those, is because just a little butterscotch, thinking that maybe they would use a, an English yeast for their IPAs. Yeah. And so English yeast kind of throw off a little more diastole than Kalale does, 001 beers. Kalale? Kalale. No doubt, Kalel. but there shouldn't be any, any in there. Isn't that Superman's father? Kalale? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone to Comic Con uh, in years. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're missing out. Let me tell you. Yeah. His nephew doesn't cosplay. Uh, Bane okay. for life, girl. <laughs> Next one also would have guessed West Coast. Yeah, it's just bone dry. <laughs> sort of convenient. Weird, right? But, uh, but I would have. I, definitely these last two, I would have said West Coast. Yeah, they, they're very dry. They're very not dry. As sweet, yeah. but there is a maltiness and, to it. And them. they're also clear, which is weird that all the West Coast are clear and all the East Coast are cloudy. We're cloudy. Good observation, Beardy. Even I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Through the beard? Yeah. Took the joke right yes, out of my uh, mouth. The middle one is very hot. Yes. Very like, hot. Like fusel alcohol hot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Unbalanced. This is uh, one of our staples, Alesmith IPA. Uh, which one? The, the middle one, you say? The yeah, top? the one you guys are drinking now. The middle yeah. one. I mean, I'm sure when we're not drinking it at yeah, middle top. degrees, yeah. it's probably really good. Right now that's warm. Yeah. yeah. Although it should hold up still, shouldn't it? I mean, well, but yeah. I mean, different stuff comes out, right? Yeah. So, Fusel shouldn't necessarily change. And then this uh, this last one is the West Coast Imperial. West this, Coast. Uh, <laughs> good. Justin's correct. Yeah. This is a sock knocker IPA uh, from Coronado. Oh. Hmm. Well, great. Where's the dump bucket? And there you go. 
a good name. It's a good uh, well, name, though. I'm going to say, just for fun, Hetty Topper was my favorite of the bunch. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah, I go... Sock Knocker was my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. Because of the name, or... Oh, well, I like knocking socks, and but, you know, the beer is right, too. Hey, Gandy, you want to knock socks? <laughs> She's like, I don't understand. All the no socks clean. in the bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you washed your socks? <laughs> right. uh, yeah, Hetty Topper, I think, is uh, my choice for... Best in show there. I don't have a favorite. No? I don't have a favorite either. <laughs> you didn't like it. I'm trying to go through and retaste them to figure out a favorite, and I, I can't do it. I got through the second one. I'm like, I can't. Tasty, did you like any of them? Uh, nothing yet stood out. I did like, I like the L. Smith beer, but it didn't, yeah. it wasn't, I mean, I'm used to, you know. Okay. You know, you want to really want. <laughs> I'm used to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The good shit. <laughs> and what's your favorite crotch soccer or whatever it's called? <laughs> yeah. Beardy, that's your favorite. Crotch soccer. Yeah. That's what happens when he asks if Candy wants to knock shots. <laughs> he gets crotch hey, uh, socked. You up for some crotch socking? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I, I'm uh, trying to imagine what whatever that turns you on. That's all it is. <laughs> what that might be. All right. So, yeah, uh, thanks, Michael, for sending in the beers. Uh, one of yeah. us liked one of them. <laughs> So that's really great. Yeah, thank you for yeah, We're a hard crowd, are we? Thanks, yeah. for trouble. Thanks for spending 50 bucks to do that. <laughs> God, yeah. We are dicks, aren't we? But hey, honesty. You know, we're just trying to be honest. We don't wanna... and, and dicks. And dicks. <laughs> All right, we're going to take us a quick break. When we come back, Four Pure Brewing Company from London, England is in the studio with us. So hang in there. It's the session, and we'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. 
This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support. Like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer when it spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Your tasting games that train your palate, a brewery locator, and the brand new interactive beer style guide. These are just a few of the awesome things you'll find on craftbeer.com. The style guide is a beautiful example of technology in beer. Browse beer style families or turn on the automatic beer style finder and explore beer through color, bitterness, ABV, aroma, and flavor. It's really the coolest way to explore every beer style besides having them all in front of you. Go to craft beer.com and click on beer styles to start the guide plus enjoy the rest of craftbeer.com the brewers banter blogs beer education how to host a beer tasting and the invaluable draft quality manual tons of great content that makes your beer better visit the new craftbeer.com right now and explore the website that brings you all the passion camaraderie and creativity of the craft beer community craftbeer.com celebrating the best of american beer Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hey, if you don't remember, the Siebel Institute of Technology is conducting a random drawing of Siebel Institute newsletter subscribers to receive fully paid tuition 
towards any of three web-based professional brewing courses, which is a value of about $13,000. Thanks, Porky. Uh, Enter to win simply by signing up to receive the Siebel Institute e-newsletter over at SiebelInstitute.com. Whereas also, uh, you can get all the full details over at SiebelInstitute.com. Siebel Institute of Technology, America's Brewing School. Go check it out. Uh, did the did we scare away the hot chick and now everybody is focused on the program? No, she's at the bar, okay. but she's out of she's out of. She know. she knew better than to stay at yeah. the window, and we don't know because if she's Doc a hot started chick. licking it. Yeah. <laughs> we just know for sure that she's female. I, yeah, that's I, like, I, because that's all it takes. Only she might be it in Doc my mind. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, are you now that you're now that you're Doc two point are you going to start using Tinder? What? And now I'm afraid what to tell him what Tinder is. Exactly. <laughs> if the answer is no, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? So, t- with t- oh my gosh, can I please make Doc a Tinder account? Yes, <laughs> do it right now. Okay. Yes. Vivo, sign up right now. Uh, so t- it's an app where you basically just hook up with people, uh. and if you ask our bartenders, uh, you, that you can you can tell the Tinder people uh, they come in here about every night, and you can tell right away because they sit down at the bar, and within about three and a half minutes. They're making out, and about oh! and, and the and the the guy always buys like the strongest beer on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and they've told me that uh, most of the time the girls are like, I, I I really shouldn't be here, and they're like crossing their legs and uncrossing them, and but then they're drinking that beer. <laughs> so Doc, so, so yeah, you look at the the, the phone. And all it is is pictures, and you just swipe. And if you like them, you hit like. And if you don't like, you just hit dislike. And and it's hours they, of fun. It's so fun. And Viva, why the hell do you know about Tinder? I used to work with non-married, unattached people. <laughs> I lived vicariously. She, she can daydream every now and then. <laughs> but That's anyway, the other people honest, do the same does. thing to your photo. So if if you you like someone and they like you, it's automatically called a match. And then you guys can connect and, you know, and make t- out. and Tinder leads to wood? <laughs> yes. I, I suppose so. By the way, Sam, I'm not buying this. I, she knows an awful lot about Tinder right now. Look. Sam's deleting his account have, right now. <laughs> I don't even have time for yeah. my husband, let alone somebody else. Okay. All right. We've got uh, Dan and Tom Lowe from 4Pure Brewing Company in uh, the studio with us today. Dan and Tom, do either of you use Tinder? Is, our, is how we're going to start the interview. I think no for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely no for me. Okay. Well, one of you, one of you is married with child that that is here in the bar, right? Yeah, that's me. That's Tom. Okay. And Dan, are you are you married back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah married with a wife who refused to come to California. Oh, I see. Breweries. She wouldn't do it, huh? Yeah, no. Too many breweries in too short a time, or what? Exactly. What are you guys doing? Are you on a tour up to the craft brewers conference or something? Yeah, yeah, we're both we're both on up to CBC. I've been visiting some friends out in Marin County. Yeah. Uh, uh, up in San Anselmo. Okay. Uh, so a bit of family time. Tom, you're a big fan of California beers, aren't you? Oh, well, I was yeah. Kind of, of, well, I was reading through your history, and, and some of the, the inspiration for the brewery was you spending time out here, right? Oh, yeah, down yeah. the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, friends of Bear Republic, um, out of Russian River, um, Addison Valley, people like that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Well, and just looking through your website, you, uh, everybody can go to 4Pure, the, the word for, uh, not the number, uh, 4Pure.com. And I was reading through your beer descriptions there, and a lot of them are uh, kind of American-inspired uh, in terms of hoppiness and, and even the types of hops, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, um, we definitely got a, a, a slant towards the sort of West Coast and the, and the U.S. hoppy beers. Um, it's, it's something that the 
British drinker are definitely keen on, on exploring and, and definitely interested about. Um, and also, Arhe Brewer John is, um, although Dutch by nationality, grew up over here uh, in, in Denver and then latterly um, uh, in, in New York and, and sort of got a lot of influence on the beers that we make. We've got John on the line too. John, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Hey, thanks for being on the program. Yeah, great. It's uh, funny to hear Dan and Tom on the radio. They sound so much more English. <laughs> <laughs> we have that English compressor on. Yeah, so. it's a filter. Yeah, yeah. you do. <laughs> uh, what are you working on, 3 a.m. over there, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm really fucking tired, actually. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, I'd like to tell you this is a short interview, but I'd be a liar. <laughs> so I, I think that Tom and Dan said you, you're, you're welcome to just go to work after the interview if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to learn uh, uh, just a little more about the company, and we want to talk about the beer also. We've got the Pilsner in our glass now, and it looks like all your beers uh, you package in cans, right? Yeah, so we um, we decided to start out with um, or almost launch the brewery all in cans. Um, we, we kind of... We believe in that as a format for protecting the beer, um, and also it's a great differentiator in the market um, with sort of 68, 70 London breweries, each with half a dozen uh, beers. That's a lot of brown bottles on the shelves, yeah. and, and being in Cannes was, was a good way to sort of stand out as a newcomer to that, to that sort of environment. Sure. With that many breweries you mentioned, craft beer is really growing in London, right? Because years, not even that long ago, I, I don't remember it like that at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you've commented previously on shows about, you know, visiting Colonel with, uh, you know, their open fermenters and everything else. And those yeah. guys are rocking now with full stainless steel conicals and everything else. Are they really? Uh, everything's moving on a hell of a pace since since you were over. And um, Did Colonel know, move out of the butcher shop then? Or they're still there? No, they've still got an awesome butcher next door. Nice. I go down every Saturday and that's where I get my uh, my meat from. So, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a great place to be. But you'll be surprised how much you can get in a small amount of space. Yeah, when I you bet. Have to. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't have a lot of space either, I assume. No, we don't. We, we're kind of lucky, you know, so uh, lots of London breweries love to be in railway arches, and um, we, we aren't in a railway arch, but we've got a railway line literally either side of us. That okay. gives us a bit of height, and height gives you ability to, to get some, um, some decent size fermenters in there, and, and that's been our, our advantage is to, is to be able to double and triple brew into tanks. So when you say railway arches, uh, basically people figured out it's just an awesome use of space. There's not a lot of space in London. And you're talking about like elevated tracks, right? Yep. And then and then instead of it just being like we do here, homeless people underneath, <laughs> uh, you actually have usable space underneath. So, yeah, they, they took all the homeless people out. And, and sent then, them here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I've been to – yeah, I've been to a few places where they're here. And um, <laughs> I won't say who they are. San yeah. Francisco. And, yeah. <laughs> Conquered. Yeah. Out front of the hop grenade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you can step over them to get in, it's fine. Yeah. And um, yeah, so so and then then the guys who run the world, I thought, wow, we can we can put this together and we can we can rent some space. Smart and, idea. Um, brewery said that's awesome. Um, we have. Yeah. So is there a, a railroad running through the brewery? Uh, if you look either side, there's a railway going past. So you can you, it doesn't go over the top of ours, but it goes top over. It goes over the top of most other London breweries. Yeah, I see. Bevo oh, wow. wants to know if it goes to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not on the St. Pancras line, I don't think. <laughs> Damn sorry. it. Sorry, Beth. John, sorry, we cut you off there. Gear oh, no, I actually forgot what I was going to say. That's okay, fine. No <laughs> it's late. We're going to excuse you all night long. Yeah. This is going well. <laughs> yeah. yeah really, really I hope he falls asleep. Like when I'm stern, <laughs> when he used to leave people on hold for like 45 minutes yeah. at 5 in the morning, and you just go, all right, call, you're on the air. Well... <laughs> 
<laughs> and the hard part will be we won't know if it's Tasty snoring or John. Uh, uh, it's hard to tell. It's true. Right. We, we, just check, we can just check Tasty's Facebook. If he's, tech, yeah, if he's yeah. posted in the last few minutes, then we know so he's we still to figure out if I have a live feed. Yeah. I feel like Tasty doesn't get REM here. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's kind of yeah. lucid. Right. Yeah, big. Uh, hey, is Tasty uh, still Dan, here? <laughs> Dan, uh, how big is the brewery now? In like you know square meters? Um, so um, I'll tell you square feet. So we're oh, about. Whoa, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I've been, I've been, I've been whoa. calculating. I've got a book, a book full of calculations. You're welcome to America. To barrels. Um, in other words, else. Dan knows we're idiots, yeah. so he, he, yeah. he paid I'll get attention. The message cloud and clear. And I was going to help with the translation of things like lorries and things like that, which were yes, yes, no, that's not even on my converter. Yeah, I watch enough Luther. I know exactly what a lorry is. So, so we're, we're around about uh, four thousand square feet. Okay. Um, which I was talking to uh, Jamil today and telling him what we had in four thousand square feet, and he he thought I was making it up. <laughs> that um, you squeeze that much in there. But yeah, when you get to London, you realise how quite expensive space is. And, yeah. and, and, and what's your tallest fermenter? Like you say, you have a lot of heights, so you take advantage of that. Um, how high do you go? So like, uh, I haven't done this in feet. Six and a half. How much volume then? Six and a half. Um, so like a hundred hectolitres. Okay. Well. Um, so that that's pretty much our standard tank size. Um, and um, that lets us get sort of sort of a good solid two two and a half brews into those. Nice. Okay. And you have like about a twenty or a, what twenty five hectare twenty hectare. Brew house is twenty three imperial barrels, oh. so roughly thirty US barrel brew house. Um, so that's so pretty that big works. for four thousand yeah. square feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Really big. I don't. Yeah. Are the aisles just two feet wide? Or, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Point six 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 meters wide. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. You, we we have the tanks sort of staggered so that you can just sort of zigzag between them to get get through. Uh, there's there's no there's no common aisle there. But um, John, how do you the, how do you like the use of space at the brewery? Does it drive you nuts? Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty awful actually. But um, but it's funny because other London brewers come by and they marvel at how much space we have. In part because they're all under railway arches, you know. Um, but then Americans come by, and it's like we get a real reality check about how small the brewery actually is and how amazing it is, the amount of stuff we actually squeeze in. Sure. Did you guys get any uh, pushback when you, were, when you were opening from partners, investors, of people saying, why are you doing London? Your overhead's going to be outrageous. Um, For well, no space. Yeah, so, so my normal answer to that is uh, there's 9 million people who live in London. Yeah. And just leave it at that. I mean. Sure. It just makes sense. What a market. Okay. Oh, what a market. But you could have gotten a much cheaper and larger real estate outside of London, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Um, But we were also part of a a bit of an ecosystem of of breweries around um, sort of there's six breweries between us and um, and another railway station, all under railway arches. Um, so you can spend a Saturday afternoon, you can wander down, go to six awesome breweries. Colonel's one of them. Oh, they're right there too. By okay. numbers. Um, you know, you just... And, and people do, you know, we have a, a load of... Even the US brewers, they land at Heathrow, they come into the city, and um, they come and sort of check out six breweries in a row and they check out beers in the mall and it's a great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. So that ecosystem's crucial. And it also means that when we all struggle with materials, struggle with uh, whatever it may be, we can borrow and share things that we have collectively and you know that a bag of black malt is only, you know, two-minute walk away if you want to walk up the road and grab one. Nice. Um, and that's it's, it's just, you know, it, it saves us and it saves each other so much, um, you know, so much of this challenging times when you realize you've your inventory is slightly out or you've got a problem somewhere else. Yeah, that's cool. It's also hard to get in and out of London. 
isn't it? So I assume that you guys must live there, and it's kind of a quality of life thing. Yeah, I, I do. You do, okay. Yeah, yeah. well, we, we both work, uh, walk, walk to a brewery, um, which okay. is nice. Listening um, to your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Jamaica Road, listening to the podcasts on the way to a brewery. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I I also live with my family up in Birmingham, so I commute a little bit, a little bit of flat in in, in London. So okay. it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, London's a is a cool place. But um, yeah, traffic is is a problem. Yeah. Uh, talk about deliveries, and I did the deliveries for a year, and you know, white van man in London is an interesting concept. <laughs> <laughs> your blood pressure went up. You probably shortened your life by four or five years having to do the deliveries for a year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you get fingered like a hundred times a day too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got to pay extra for that here. Well, no, no, I'm talking about like, people getting annoyed at you. <laughs> right. Yeah, double yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, John, why don't you, t- I want to talk more about the history, but since it's in our glass and we're all drinking it, can you tell us about the Pilsner that we're drinking? Sure, yeah, the pills. Um, well, basically, it's sort of it's sort of a German-Czech pills hybrid, although it's, it's definitely dry and hoppy, like a, more like a German pills. Um, it's, we brew it actually with the 100% English lager malt, so English Pilsner malt. And it's actually really the, the, the malt character itself actually tastes pretty authentic, like authentically German. Um, but having said that, uh, the giveaway is that it's like a touch toastier and like a little bit sweeter, like when you taste it in the work, and like a little bit less raw kind of tasting than a German Pilsner malt would be. Okay. Um, but it's nice and it's, it's nice and uh, refreshing. It's dry. It's quite hoppy, full of hop flavor, especially. Uh, I really like that beer. So do I. And yeah, it's uh, delicious. I think you're right about that little bit more of a toasty flavor that's awesome. It yeah. goes really well with the beer. Yeah, I love that, though. I think it's great. I almost like it better. Yeah. Is we it, can't, uh, like, do a decoction, you know. We have to do a single infusion mash in our system. So it's nice if you can get, like, a little bit more character using only base malt. So that's a good point. You actually get some of that melanoidin out of it then without doing a decoction. That's yeah, basically. Noble hops as well? Yep, yep. So it's... Uh, all Zats, uh, Zats, sorry, and um, Halatau middle through with, if needed, a little bit of Magnum for bittering as well, okay. uh, just to boost the IBU, IBUs up a little bit. Is that English lager malt something that we can find over here, or is that more just something you guys get to Yeah, I'm not sure, actually, to yourself? You know, like, uh, you could possibly mimic it by using just like a two-row with maybe be like 10 50 percent english ale malt something like that maybe that wouldn't be far off i think i've tried beers actually where people tried to do that to sort of use some american two row or something and it doesn't work it's not definitely not the same yeah yeah, yeah no. maybe if you, yeah, did you like have a, to use some english malt for a, sure a german pilsner malt with a little bit of either like an english, english pale or right, just like yeah. a, a very light yeah, crystal just like a like tiny a percent of like c15 or something. or something yeah okay so what's the fermentation profile on this when you on this uh, beer? And you mentioned you use English lager yeast, right? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, we what, use uh, what, South German lager yeast. Actually. South Southern German lager yeast. Okay. Uh, what is your fermentation yeah, yeah, profile? Yeah. So, so well, um, so we cool our work down to uh, nine degrees Celsius. Okay. I, I, Dan, what's that in Fahrenheit? Oh, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't done your homework. Hasn't been in country long enough. I think it's like forty-eight or something. That's forty-nine. Wait, isn't something John like the American? Yeah. Well. 
You've been there too yeah, long, John. Yeah, but, you know, yeah John. Like, thermometers <laughs> only have one scale. You know, every every American I know that that goes to brewing school in Europe completely drops the American system. All, yeah. they, all they talk is in metric. Right. Yeah, because it's better. Hold on, I'm, I'm asking Google. No, Google, Google so, 48.2. Uh, so that's 40, yeah, it's 48. See, I was, I was, I was all right, so that's your primary temperature for fermentation, okay? Yeah, so we, we actually we pitch at 48, and we let that rise up to about uh, about 50, 51. Okay. Uh, and we, we, let, we let that rise happen naturally because uh, we always – we're very consistent in our in our pitching rates too. So we let that rise naturally, and then we let it ferment out uh, until we're about three-quarters of the way through fermentation when we ramp it up to high 50s, low 60s, early uh, low 60s. Okay. Uh, and usually it reaches terminal in about seven days. Wow, seven, yes, very good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fast. We, we we pitch quite. I mean, we we pitch quite aggressively. We pitched uh, two million cells per de- per mil per degree Play-Doh. And how are you uh, and, monitoring and that's that? A, it's just an OG of eleven Play-Doh or, or ten forty-four. Okay. So it reaches terminal in about seven days, and then we when it passes its uh, diacetyl test, we then just crash it down right away to minus one. And how long do you logger it then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so usually about three weeks and minus three one. Three weeks, all right. That's really aggressive uh, temperature rise, which I, of course I am a big proponent of. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know, it's 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 really pragmatic. You know, you get you get really it's really clean because yeah. you you pitch quite low, right. uh, uh, and we pitch a lot as well, which helps it go nice and fast. And then uh, we let it complete relatively quickly, which we need because of our capacity issues. You know, production issue. And uh, right. but but. There's no measurable impact on the beer as far as we're concerned. I think it tastes great. And then uh, and then basically, yeah, we just chill it down and start lagering. That's that's obviously a really important step. So it's better to just let it ferment fast and then as long as it's clean and then have it lagered after that. Great information. Thanks. It's funny, Tasty, that our standard lager question for a craft brewery used to be, you know, is it hard for you to do a lager? Why do you do it? You know, take up the, the tank time. Now the standard question starts with what's your fermentation profile because more people are doing this shorter method. Yeah, seems like it. You know? Um, and I, I I couldn't pick it out in a lineup. This, I think no, this beer tastes good. Beer. This is a great Pilsner. Uh, a big seller for you guys? Yeah? We think, Tom. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's good. It. it it, it ticks a number of boxes because there aren't many people brewing a pilsner in London. Okay. Uh, and, and absolutely in London. So that's really good for us. Yeah. Um, so from a local theme, that's really good because people want that local brewed lager. Um, Plus lagers are still a top seller in, in London in general, right? Your Carlsberg and, you know, kind of the macro lagers, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're seeing really good uptake for people knocking off like Miller Brands or whatever into their into off their bar top and they Excellent. say I want I want something that's brewed local and now there's people out there that can brew it and, yeah. and it's a local London Brit a lo- local London lager sure. and they like it yeah um, and just like here and, people want it to be local you know yeah that's great uh, you guys serve it on tap and in cans uh, around town basically around the city yeah yeah completely yeah I mean it's it's a uh, it's a it's a good sell for us the the pills are both in can and in uh, and in keg. Yeah. Um, we've seen a big uptake in that. Okay. Scott, did you have a question about these guys? Uh, um, I'm just looking at some of the uh, stats here on the camp. What is EBC? Okay. So, uh, John, John, do you want to answer that one? Uh, well, basically, it's, uh, it stands for European Breweries Convention, but we're referring to the color of the beer there. So if you divide that by two, you'll get the SRM. That's a th- three then? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. No, I, I love how many uh, things they they list on here. I mean, they got the uh, the ABV and everything, but they got OG and uh, the uh, IBU and the serving uh, temperature and the it's good stuff. There's also a, a date. Yeah, they're reasonably accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a date, but is it a, is it a best before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. BBE Best Buy. Yeah. Um, best Buy date. I mean, we, we've, we put a lot of data on the can because whilst we don't perhaps expect the beer drinker to understand all of the data right now, it makes them curious and gives them access to more information. And the more that they explore craft beer and understand what they do and don't like, and perhaps they start to understand maybe bitterness that they do and don't like, that, that, that we're trying to educate them and give them access to data, um, which which we just think is, is, is a helpful thing to do in the you know in the in the environment um definitely more, more data more information people feel more empowered to make a decision so let's give them everything that we think is reasonably possible to put on our cans how many different uh, beers do you guys put in cans on the shelf um we do six year round okay um so one lager five ales okay. and um then we do we do seasonals so um we do a, you know done a, a, a brown in the autumn and We've got a week coming for summer, that type of thing. So Nice. Um, now, you two brothers who founded the company don't really have a, a brewing history, right? I mean, you, you homebrewed a little bit, maybe? Yeah, so my background um, was, was homebrewing, you know, from... Um from a first sort of batch of ginger beer through to you know, through to, through to extract and, and all grain brewing. Okay. Um, but we both ran um, a technology business together, um, which we really enjoyed and really enjoyed working together. Um, and um, when the time was right, we sort of went our separate ways. Tom, you went, you went traveling. I did a bit of work in London. And then we sort of coalesced together at the end of that and came up with this idea and, and then sort of started out in the brewery working together again. You did do the math before you left the tech job uh, for, for what the brewery was going to pay you, right? right. Cash flow is the, a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just making sure you cash you know. trickle. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the wife, wives' jobs are very important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, for the first year, we we ran our jobs at the same time. Okay. Um, I think that's fairly common. Um, but as we exited our telco background, you know, we we had a little bit of cash, so we. We invested that in the brewery and, um, you know, I was doing deliveries two days a week, working three days a week. Uh, Wait, Tom, I read that you were dicking around traveling the well, world yeah, for like a year yeah. before the brewery opened. I found myself in Ibiza. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's market research. Yeah. You know, for when they go international. It doesn't sound like you were yeah. working two jobs up yeah, to I the spent, day. I spent you... a lot of time in Japan, which is uh, Did you? cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, but um, no, yeah. I guess I guess traveling the world's cool. It gives you a perspective. Gives you a. Gives you a I mean, it's very fortunate to do it, but yeah, you know, recommend it to anyone. But it gives you a very uh, interesting perspective of what what you want to do with your life. Sure. Um, and you know, which is not work yeah. usually. So, Travel. That's <laughs> a different perspective. I come home yeah. with every time is I don't want to work. <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, working for a brewery, you know, running a brewery, you know, you have got a community aspect as well. It's very rewarding. It's much better than say. Uh, Trying to sell virtual servers to which is very <laughs> yeah. intangible, the cloud and everything else, you know. It's just yeah. like, you know, you can manufacture something, you can you can make it with a passion and then and then you can see someone consume it. It's it's hugely rewarding. Well yeah. you you can't get liver disease with the cloud. No. And, and that's what I feel like is the main <laughs> differences, right? It's true. <laughs> but when you walk up to a customer with a beer in your hand, they don't close your door on a f- don't close the door on your yeah. face. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, other industries you've got to work really hard to get that first conversation. So you know there there are there are some there are some some benefits there. Got it. 
So you guys left the tech world, took a little time off, and then just decided, let's do something different? And, and that's how the beer thing came up? Yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, it was a, certainly a passion of mine from a home brewing perspective. Um, and, um, you know, the opportunity came up. The I was searching around and find that found a brew kit came on the market from a, a, an awesome old English ale brewery who were upsizing to a fancy new German kit. And um, I sort of said to them, uh, let's, let's put an offer in on that. And then they said, sure. And yeah. then I had a brew kit and I thought, well, I better... We better do something together then. And Tom and I sort of spoke over Skype as he was traveling up the West Coast and we formed the brand and formed the, the ideas and, and John who... You bought the brew kit before all this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, and then I you mean, told yeah, Tom, wanted, hey, guess what I just got? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, By I the way, ex- you're broke. You're I was right. expecting like a five-barrel kit and I came home to something massive. Yeah, in your living room yeah, right. where, because where, he couldn't yeah, store yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Where was it? Where were you yeah. storing it? Um, so, so those guys basically um, sold the brew kits... Um, ahead of them getting their new brew house installed and matching their beers. So we had sort of a, a six-month run out, getting everything stood up, getting a premises, um, and getting the brewery going. So, you know, it gave us gave us time to put things together. Um, but so You didn't really need storage? No. Okay. No, it came on the truck. Tom, Tom and Lucy were at one end loading the truck, and John and I were at the other end unloading the trucks. Lori. Yeah. Lorries. Yeah. Lorries. Lorries. Did you practice that all week long? Wait. Truck. <laughs> Truck. It's a truck. Semi. Semi. I think that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is Lori? Where is she? Is she one of the... I don't understand. She yeah. sounds real strong. Now we're yeah. confused. She was the girl out there earlier, right? Yeah, the blonde. <laughs> Let's get another beer in our glass. Uh, yes, during, please. Because I know you guys brought a few. Hey, you know what we it, have? So, uh, what do you got? IPA. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Love it. We Get weren't meaning to bring IPA, but, you know. Bullshit. You have to. Yeah. Come on. But no, no. no. Our beer's <laughs> right. stuck in customs, remember? So, uh, SFO. SFO. There's just a couple of cakes in SFO if anyone wants to Still stuck there yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Still stuck there. Oh, nice. Was that stuff you were trying to get to us here? Yeah, yeah. And it's sitting in customs? Yeah. Oh, Those yeah. fuckers. Yeah. Bioterrorism Act. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, oh, thanks for trying, though. Trusted, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, Chilling in that bank with China? What the fuck is that about? And they invented the IPA, so really they're the only ones... <laughs> Who should enough. actually get to make it. Yeah, sure. And ship yeah. it around the world. Right. Right. We've got a good yeah. pedigree in there. I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> so, so, you've got, so you've got what we smuggled over in our uh, luggage. And, okay, great. Yeah. Well, that's good enough. So this, this can the, is like up against your sweaty socks right, and exactly. yeah, shorts. If or when the beer gets out of customs, are we allowed to serve it here? Did you guys sort that out too? Yeah. yeah? Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm excited yeah, about a, that. That's an 8-mil stout and the Pilsner that I oh, want in keg. Yeah. I love that. Oh, okay. Because we, we figured we originally weren't going to bring you guys um, IPAs because, you know, we bring the we bring the hops from from the West Coast and we make ah. beer with them. And then it's like, well, why, why the hell are we then sending them? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back to you. This is, yeah, you got, this is crazy. I'll, I'll seem, go home again. <laughs> yeah. 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 It does seem counterproductive uh, to do it that way. Oh, uh, on the can it says, inspired by Oregon, USA. Yeah. The whole state inspired it? I like that. Yeah. yeah. The, so, pil- the Pills had inspired by uh, Munich. Oh, right. Okay. It's, it's pretty cool. So yeah, the Pills was inspired by hot chicks, and uh, yeah. this one was inspired by beard. Yeah, it smells Beards. like a lot of patchouli. Uh, <laughs> but like, it, it kind of ties the brewing world together. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, John, tell us about the IPA that's in our glass, please. Sure. Um, well... I mean, it's an IPA, right? Perfect. Uh, <laughs> moving oh, wow. <laughs> moving along. 3.30 yeah. uh, a.m. That should be clear. Now, having said that, so it's like it's like 6.5%. So, like, for you guys, that's not that big for an IPA, right? 
by English standards, I mean, I walk into pubs and I see sort of like West Coast IPAs that are like 5.4% or whatever. <sighs> I need to so live in England. Six and a half percent is like of reasonable strength for England for sure. Um, it's so this iteration of the IPA that you're drinking now has got uh, Citra, Mosaic, Equinox, Centennial, and Columbus in it. Uh, so it's got uh, quite a, a diverse sort of family of uh, American hops in it. Uh, but And we also hop it quite – I'm trying to get – I actually did bother to write this down in pounds rather than kilograms. There we go. Uh, but actually I have the recipe right here if you want it. Yeah, that would be great. And let me just say, just before we get it, if this beer was in our lineup in the that. beginning, yep. on a normal 50-point scale – this would have been the best in show by about twenty points. Yeah. Well, would you? This have, would have been the best one, uh, right? It's yeah. a great IPA. Six, yeah. Would you have said East Coast or West Coast? I would have said West Coast. West Coast. I would have said West Coast, and it would have beat Heavy oh, yeah. Topper yep. by by twenty points. I think. Yeah. Sure. It's high praise, John. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, here. it's a really fantastic IPA. Yeah. Give us the the recipe. I even like it. Right. Even Doc likes it. <laughs> I think it tastes like carpet, right. but what do I know? I, I love customs at SFO. <laughs> <laughs> right. You forced us to have this. Yeah. yeah. yeah awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead, please. So it's got about 3% uh, Thomas Fawcett caramel in it. And it's actually really important that it's Thomas Fawcett uh, because it's they're, all their malts are really unique, and they're all really excellent. They're actually like a 200-year-old maltster, seventh-generation family business. They're one of the oldest family businesses in, in the U.K., and they actually still uh, like hand malt. Wow, uh, nice. They do all their raking like, manually. It's all floor malted. Uh, the flavors are like so great and clean on all the crystal malts. So this is three percent caramel. So that's about fifteen love. So it's really light and it's a very just a pinch basically. Uh, and then the rest is uh, Baird's Pale Ale malt, which is um, it's English. It's an English Pale Ale malt, but it's but it's for an English malt. It's relatively clean, relatively neutral. Um, OG fourteen point seven Plato or ten sixty. FG is 2.5 Play-Doh or 10.10. We do a 60-minute mash at 152 Fahrenheit, uh, which is 66.5 Celsius. Um, We then do a 75-minute boil with 5 pounds of magnum at 13.7 alpha at 75 minutes, 5.5 pounds of citra. Oh, and as Dan mentioned, it's a 30-barrel brew house. Okay, yeah. If you hear, like, a random noise, it's fine. A cat crawling around. I love cats. <laughs> I need to hear it. Five point five pounds citra. Fourteen point. The, I, the actually alpha isn't that important really at this stage. Uh, besides for the bittering addition, because really we're it's it's on paper it's like ninety IBUs, but in practice it's more like sixty sixty five. Okay. Uh, five and a half pounds of citra. Twenty minutes. Uh, 11 pounds Columbus, 10 minutes, 11 pounds Centennial in the Whirlpool, along with 27.5 pounds of Citra in the Whirlpool. So it's a big Whirlpool edition. Yeah, that's a big... Uh, we dry hop it with uh, 11 pounds of Equinox, 11 pounds of Mosaic, and 22 pounds of Citra. Wow. That's a hop bomb right there. It all it blends together great, doesn't it, Beardy? Yeah. Great flavors. And especially from West Coast hops going all the way... To the UK and then coming back. Yeah, right. These hops taste great. I've had a few IPAs, West Coast IPAs that were brewed over there, and the hops just taste so old. And th- these are the, the freshest hops that I've had in a, in a UK brewed yeah. West Coast IPA. 
That's a good point, and I, and honestly, I bet it's even better uh, over there, even fresher, right out of the, out of the brewery. It was it was only count on Friday? Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, then I oh, take it right. back. I don't think it gets much better. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's kind of as good as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it's a great beer. How is uh, being brewed on an old English system with that kind of hop load? Do you have any issues? Oh yes, we do. <laughs> um, especially, actually, the first nine months. We, um, or, or maybe even the first year or so, we actually only used uh, all leaf hops. We didn't use pellets anywhere on the hot side. Uh, the brew house is really designed for brewing sort of 3-4% lightly hopped bitters, basically. So it had like this giant hop back that you basically couldn't use because it would just block up or it, the, the wort would just channel horribly. And you'd climb into the hop back to clean it and and like half the hops would just be like bone dry, hmm. which is not the idea when you're trying to brew an IPA. Um, so it was actually really frustrating at first. We, we kept working on that brew house to make it work for us. So we brought in welders. We kept changing our process, tweaking it, working on it. And it was actually really frustrating. And eventually we were just like, you know what, let's try turning the hop back into a whirlpool and using pellets. Yeah. And uh, that's what we did. So one of our uh, brew Brewers, JT, is a really clever engineer, and uh, so we opened up all the textbooks. We looked at how the hell do you build a whirlpool, and then we, <laughs> we came up with some drawings. That, I like that that was the Google and search. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and now it's a whirlpool. So, And we actually we were just we were kind of optimistic, and rightly so in the end. We ended up doing all of this year's hop contract for pellets before we even tested it. Um, <laughs> you guys tend to do things a little backwards, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. learning. But Something. So. Yeah. Yeah. Glad it worked luckily out. Luckily it worked. Yeah. Risk takers. Now, do you still use whole leaf hops at all then in the kettle? Nope. No, no you've switched anymore. completely over to pellets. Oh, pellets. And I assume you're, you're actually doing a whirlpool addition now? Instead of the hot back, yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Thirty minutes. Uh, on this IPA, did I, I, I'm a, you probably said, but I, I wasn't listening. But what <laughs> yeast? <laughs> what yeast did you uh, use? Chico yeast. Perfect, Chico. Yeah, Chico. yeah. Which is also another one. Like we're in London, there's plenty of great, you know, English yeasts. Um, but you know, as far as like the beer that we want to make is concerned, like that's definitely the way to go. We think. Well, if you want to make a West Coast style beer, uh, you better use the yeast. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah, you can try. You can try to fake it. No, uh, it gets too rounded. No, you can not same. Yeah. Do you guys make any English beers? Traditional English style beers? Well, the oatmeal stout. Okay. Oh, the one that's in cut co- that the customs <laughs> drinking right now. Yeah, right. They're having a party right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they put in the boiler. Room. This one's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> better drink it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the equivalent of falling on a grenade in the army. <laughs> I'm going to save everybody yeah. by doing this thing. Right. Is that your own, only English style beer? Is the oatmeal stout? Yeah, although the um, well, I mean, arguably all these beers are English influenced. You know, IPAs are, I guess, English historic. Okay, good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the session, I we, we, you know, over here we tend to forget that anybody else yeah, did anything uh, yeah. ever. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're making an excellent point there, yeah. John. Language? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. We did the beat them in a war. So. Ambrail is, is, is a lot closer to a, to, to a more uh, English beer style. I would, it's not that far away from being sort of like an ESB, actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to take us to a quick break here. I think you should. And then we're going to try some more beer. And uh, we'll learn a little more about John's uh, uh, brewing history as well. And uh, so we got lots to do today, folks. 888-401-BEER if you want to call in and ask questions yourself. Uh, is the chat room working, Beaver? Yeah. Or you can hit the chat button on the homepage and send us questions that way. It's the session. We're here with 4Pure Brewing Company out of London, England. Hang on. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Limited time only. Enter promo code BN Army during January and February for 10% off any Monster Mill. Don't settle for the second best grain mill. You want a Monster Mill from Monster Brewing Hardware. Monster Mills are tough, come in two and three roller designs, and are made right here in the USA from superior materials for longer lasting performance. Pick the mill that's right for you at monsterbrewinghardware.com and take Bevo's advice. Trust me, it's always better to have a bigger tool than you think you need. (laughs) Monster Mills have the best warranty in the business. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit MonsterBrewingHardware.com now and check out all the mills and mill accessories. Remember, during January and February, for 10% off any mill, enter promo code BNARMY. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and roast. Rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on into the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online. Plus the Zymergy app. 
Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers together. Become a member today. It costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more. Visit homebrewersassociation.org. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us. Four pure brewing companies in the studio from London. And before we move on, don't forget about Beersmith Homebrewing Software. You can go to Beersmith.com right now and get your free 21-day trial of the best brewing software out there. Homebrewers use it. Pros use it. Everyone uses it. It's great because it's free for 21 days. We're all users. Yeah, we're all users. You don't have to take our word for it. Some more than others. (laughs) That's right, Doc. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Brew with confidence with Beersmith Homebrewing Software. Plus, they got DVDs. Uh, John Palmer teamed up to do the uh, How to Brew All Grain DVD that's available over there. Podcasts, recipes, there's a forum, there's a blog, everything. Beersmith.com. Go check it out. All right. John the sissy over there in London wants to go to bed. <laughs> what? So let's talk beer with John, and then before his girlfriend throws him out of his flat, he can he can go to sleep. Does that sound good to you, John? <laughs> That sounds very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> What's unreasonable is that we even made the poor guy stay up for this. Yeah, uh, he's sleeping out in his lorry. That's Dan and Tom's fault. <laughs> true, true. They could have flown me out there, too. <laughs> so, John, tell us a little bit about your brewing history. Were you a, a professional brewer before For Pure? Yeah, so before this, I was. Um, I sort of really cut my teeth at Meantime. Okay. Uh, meantime yeah. in London. They're the biggest craft brewery in London, or second biggest brewer in London after Fuller's. Okay. Uh, but their their capacity this year is going to hit well close to two hundred thousand barrels. Wow! So it's quite big. Uh, when I joined, though, they were one tenth that size. Uh, so that's in two thousand ten, and I was just doing, you know, bits of everything. I was I was you know filtering, brewing, packaging, cellaring, all that stuff, cleaning, obviously, some lab work, and then um, uh, eventually I got uh, to do this really cool job there where I was involved in uh, developing uh, recipes and we did we launched some really cool uh, special release beers and things like that uh, small batch stuff doing lots of experimentation uh, 
and uh, but you know as as breweries get bigger and bigger uh, depending on sort of what's driving that growth they won't always be that interested in, in that small scale stuff and that innovation uh, so eventually uh, when I noticed that to be increasingly the case I started to look for a new uh, project, so to speak, and then um, I met Dan, and then uh, three, four hours later, he offered me the job. Which was- <laughs> of, of course he did. I'm surprised yeah, he didn't right. hire you before he right. bought the brew system, right, exactly. before he had a name yeah, or a building. Yeah. It probably was right. before yeah, he bought the brew house. <laughs> uh, Dan, be honest. Did you call John before you called your brother? Uh, we hired him before he got before Tom got back in the UK. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he, he needs some control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm the other, and I just sweep up behind him in reality. <laughs> I see. Now uh, we're sort of joking about how fast you work, but why did you hire John so quickly? Did did you love his resume, or did you click? Um, yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, when if, if you reverse back to starting a brewery, I'm, I'm also a home brewer, and you know your passion is obviously going to be to say I, I want to be. I want to be the head brewer. I want to create the recipes. I want them to be my recipes. I want to make my homebrew recipes professional, that sort of stuff. Sure. And then you sort of reality check it and say, if this is going to be a viable business, then my skills aren't, aren't that. I, my background isn't a professional brewer and we need to find one. So I sort of reached out into the industry and and we got a really, really exciting number of people back to us. Um, but John was probably the most exciting because of his time – um, spent at meantime developing recipes, innovating, um, and sort of exploring, exploring hops, exploring single sort of single hop beers. Starting to really understand how to best use hops and how to uh, you know sort of how to develop recipes around what hops can add into particular beers. And that meant that that would give us a very good technical background to you know for for a head brewer to start with us. So sure. it, was, it was sort of one of those things really. And um, you know, John's got an American accent, despite the fact he's Dutch, and that always helps. Uh, if you're gonna, you know, we all love American-style beers, especially in London. So, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going for him. So, uh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like a good fit for for all of you. And how old's the company? You're, you're really new, right? So, seventeen months. Okay. We've been brewing. Wow. So, it's, that's that's it's pretty that's pretty short, but. Um, Okay. Exciting. Been an exciting ride. All right. Let's talk uh, about the beer uh, that's in our glass with John. But don't let me forget to ask, because you guys are kind of the new kids over there, yet I, I want to talk about the rumors about your brewery. <laughs> and I, th- I found it funny. I was reading through your description, and uh, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but I think it's an am- it's, it amuses me that when a brewery comes out doing things well, there must be something amiss. <laughs> yeah. So so I want to talk about that in, in just a couple minutes. But uh, So what we've got in our glass now is is what? It's a, a collaboration with uh, California brewery Bear Republic, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, they're um – yeah, at the time Tom and I have spent travelling both both historically and now, we we have a habit of walking up to breweries and going, "Hi, uh, can we have a look around and can we talk to you?" <laughs> uh, you know, today I, I walked in on Jamil over at Heretic um, and was like, "Hi, I'm brewer from London. Um, yeah, I think you might know this thing in Concord. We're doing it tonight. How about tour?" <laughs> and you know, and you get to know people and you get a relationship. Wait, and- was Jamil a dick or was he nice? 
He was nice. He was. He drew me, and, and this isn't going to be. He drew you a picture? He drew me a map of, 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 of local breweries. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, really hard for the wow. webcam right. to see this. This is on a paper towel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, from the, from the bottom. So and meanwhile, right. you're like, Jamil, we have Google yeah. in yeah. Europe. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not the third world. No, I have my iPad. Where's the iPad? Put it back up for one more second. I have my iPad up in front of me, and rather than pointing out on that, he did proceed to draw on this piece of paper towel. He's old school. He's a hands on guy. Yeah. So this is my next couple of days. He's, he's, he's a computer programmer. Yeah, he goes to the bathroom yeah. and like, draws on a Hang towel. on, let me get a piece of paper. Right. I just wiped my armpits with this. Did he teach you about the virtues of soap? And, and I mean, like, what is that? That's I think the you most should... bizarre, like... I think you should frame that and put it in the brewery. Uh, this is what America has. They're called roadways. Or we call them highways. Yeah. Like yeah. at a cobblestone? Yeah. You drive down here. JP's doing wild hand motions right yeah. now, just so you guys know. So, and it may rain tonight. And even in California, hopefully the rain will come. So be careful with that. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't Actually, let it get wet. So we, we turn up to breweries and we talk to them, and some of them like, us and some of them throw them out, throw us out, and uh, Bear Republic were awesome guys. And um, we'd never done a collaboration, and lots of people had asked us to do them, lots of breweries in London, and we thought, oh, we're going to do a collaboration. I wanted it with someone who, um, for us, it was, we want to do it with a brewery whose beer is not prevalent in our market, and Bear Republic don't send any beer over to the UK. Okay. Um, and so we wanted to be able to bring, you know, our idea was. We do a collaboration, we launch it, we have our beer, we have the collaboration beer, and we have the other brewer's beer. So for us, it was someone who, who that would be interesting. And so we brought Racer 5 over, um, and we had the collaboration beer, and we had our own beer, and, and we'd launch it like that. But um, uh, Peter, uh, and John will tell you, but um, Peter Kruger, the master brewer over at Sabera Public, flew over to London. I think he was seeing family rather than us specifically. But <laughs> We never admit anyway. that. Like, I know you guys are going to CBC, but we just pretend you came just for the show. <laughs> yeah. so exactly. we're, we're the same. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so, so he came over at, at Christmas and we, we sort of um, spent many hours uh, going to many pubs and coming up with a recipe um, and negotiating the number of hop additions. John is very much, as you'll say, at the... He prefers to do smaller hop additions, and Peter Bear probably likes to do lots of hop additions. <laughs> so there was lots of beer, and then we negotiated well, the number of hop additions. If there. I may jump in, yeah, okay, yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, take over. Are you, are you Peter still awake, John? Wanted to do. We agreed on the total amount of hops. He just wanted to keep, and actually, he eventually won this argument because he's Peter Kruger. Yeah, but he wanted to spread it out, sort of throughout, and I wanted to just do a few, just a few big ones, just keep it simple. So you were you on the late a few big late edition sides, and he wanted to spread it out through Pretty the boil. Yeah. Oh, that surprises me. Yeah. I guess they're a little more. The Bear Republic's been around for a while, been making great beer for a long time. So maybe they're just a little more on the traditional side. Yeah, but you know, in the end, like it's still a lot of hops, you know. Still a shitload of hops. But then, doesn't it make for a completely yeah. different finished product, though? It can. It still depends yeah. on what you do with the with the uh, late editions. I, I assume you still have plenty of late edition hops in this beer just by yes, tasting yes, it. Yes. Okay. What was his yes. argument? To, to, to do you remember? I know it was over pints. So uh, <laughs> of why you should spread it out. It was a few months ago, but he but he, but he it really was just about the layering of the flavors. And, okay. Um, just that you do get more layering uh, was his was his point of view. I would definitely call this beer layered in flavors. Uh, it's it's a great uh, beer. Tell us about it. What's in it? Uh, well, it's got uh, some pale ale malt again. It's got some golden promise, 
which I really like. Uh, but it's, it's so the base malt is basically a blend between pale ale malt and golden promise. It's about two to one ratio pale ale to golden promise. Uh, golden promise is kind of like Marisotter. It's a it's a it's a Scottish actually um, heritage uh, strain of barley, um, and it's got some ten percent wheat malt and it's got just a touch of caramel okay and so it's just about um that same thomas fawcett caramel and it's just about uh, creating complexity but keeping it sort of light and drinkable on the malt side so that's why we played with a couple of different base malts and used some wheat for some extra texture uh, and some caramel as well and then uh it's let's see what else do we have here it's a 16.5 play-doh beer uh it's about seven percent about 70 to 75 IBUs ish. It's got two hops in it. Uh, it's got lemon drop, which is a new variety. Hmm. It's actually pretty low um, alpha. It's like four and a half alpha, but oil content's quite high, actually. Beardy, where did we uh, hear of quite... lemon drop before on here? Nate did an experimental brew with it, I okay. believe, when we were still in Martinez. Okay. And All we right. had a single hop with that. Got it. Plus, it's your favorite it's drink. It's nice hop. <laughs> right. Let's have a lemon drop, please. Yeah. yeah. And keep them coming. <laughs> Here's a dollar for you. <laughs> keep them coming. Uh, all right. Sorry. Go ahead, John. Yeah, so it's got uh, two hops, 50-50, uh, kind of the whole way through. Lemon drop, which is a new variety. It's lemon. It's also it's got a little bit of kind of green tea character to it, too, that I like. And melon, kind of honeydew melon kind of thing. Yeah. And then we've got some, uh, a new sort of experimental variety from Hopsteiner. It's currently just got a number. It's just experimental number 6277. doesn't yet have a name or or anything. And it's not even uh, clear that it will be uh, actually grown uh, on a a wider scale. And that sort of depends on how beers like this are received, you know. but we're one of the first few breweries in the world to brew with this hop, and so Bear Republic, obviously, are the are the connect with that. Okay, yeah. So, so um, these hops you got and, through Bear Republic, then? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they put them on a plane for us. And yeah. If, okay. if you imagine how difficult it's been to try and get beer into here, getting hops into the UK uh, was incredibly difficult. I was going to ask well, that: right. is your customs shitty like ours? Or uh, yeah. it, it, it was. I mean, there were also they were they were using all sorts of words that I didn't even know what the words meant. <laughs> that they needed um, certificates of assestation and all sorts of bizarre things that we had to have. Um, Is it so, because it's an agricultural product that they're concerned yes, about? Yeah, 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 and it's also. Um, yeah, it, it's controlled as well in some particular way. I really didn't get to the bottom of it, but it was very difficult to get the hops in. Um, but nevertheless, they did. I mean, the, the guys at Bear Republic shipped them in on like an overnight, and it took about three wow. weeks for them to finally get here. <laughs> oh, and again, no. it's so frustrating right. because, you know... We, and we over should- Fortnite. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, yeah. Fortnite yeah. and a half. Yeah, this is this is good. Um, but you know, the, the frustrating thing is, you know, we're shipping. The, it's like the beer. You know, you're shipping stuff in chilled. It then goes into a customs bond where it's uh, ambient, and they're just screwing the product. Even, you know, in all regards. Even with all the aluminium oil, <laughs> and all that too. That was one of the words you didn't know that their customs yeah. is using, right? Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> aluminum. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did craft in my laboratory, so yeah, I was good. Either way. This is another great beer, and whatever that experimental hop is, order it, because it's, <laughs> it's really nice. What kind of beer is that? Did we ever address that? Uh, 
I guess it's an IPA. Basically an IPA again. An IPA. Yeah. Is it almost so a double IPA? That's like all they IPA? brew. So it's like <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a. Really. It's what we call a bear republic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> now this one we have on tap here, right? This is out of our draft. Oh. All right, folks. So if you want to come down over the next day or two, we've got a, a bit of this on tap here at the Hop Grenade, and we will have uh, the eventual beer once Customs uh, releases it. If they haven't, if the officers haven't uh, drunk it all, <laughs> whatever's sure. left, uh, sure. whatever's After left custom. will be on uh, tap here at the Grenade as, well, uh, Grenade as well. So you guys brewed this. Uh, with Bear Republic at the brewery in London, and then did you come and brew with them as well here? No, they've they've um, they brewed this um, themselves. We we haven't been here, but it's going to okay. be. It's obviously um, it's here with you guys, and it's also going to be up at a craft brewers conference as well, being st- cool. served uh, on one of the tap bars as well. So okay, there, cool, so. cool. Now, now, when we eventually pour the uh, non collab beer, will we be the only uh, establishment in the United States to have four pure beer on tap? You will. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Exclusive. We like that. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. It'll be. It's going to be eight months from now. But uh, <laughs> yeah. nice and warm. The stout, the stout the will oat. be tasting good. Yeah. Yeah. The wholemeal stout will be fine. Come yeah. try some malt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, it's great beer, John. You're doing. You're doing God's work over there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Go to bed. Um, would you like to go to sleep now? I would love to. Go to sleep. <laughs> it's. it's it's officially 4 a.m. Oh, man. I can see the sun beginning to rise. <laughs> right. And since you're doing the, the Lord's work, congratulations on your son coming back. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Big weekend for you guys. Yeah. I mean, that must be amazing. Yeah. You know that means the world's ending, right, guys? <laughs> yes. Happy anniversary. All right. It's John, ladies and gentlemen, the, the head brewer over there at 4 Pure. Thanks for hanging out with us and staying up late. Your beer is awesome, man. I, I, I recommend it if you're in the U.K., go find it. So, all right, brother, go get some rest. Are you guys going to be at the Craft Brewers Conference? No. Are you coming out for that, too? Yes, I am. Oh, oh you that's are. That's a shame. Awesome. I know. Just to get a beer together. See you next week. I would have loved to. We go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Beardy's going. Yeah, yeah. I'll be up yeah. there. You will oh, recognize cool. him. Then. Yeah. I'm the guy who has the nice baby face <laughs> at the brewery. But it's hidden right. behind all the pubes. Oh, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. And actually, Beardy's the one you want to have a beer with anyway. He's not only nice, but he knows what he's talking about. So, well. Uh, go hang out with Beardy. <laughs> Iffy on both <laughs> of those. Right. Yeah. And maybe we'll see you in the UK. All right. See you guys. Cheers, John. Um, see you. Bye. All right, there you go. Well, that's nice. You let him out of his cage to come to the CBC, Dan. Of course. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to come learn, right? Uh, Well, I I don't think he has to learn much. Uh, So far, the beer's really tasting uh, fantastic. Justin, have you noticed the couple in the window? No. No. I want to turn around. Right. Yeah. Scott. <laughs> yeah. no, I didn't notice. I I'm, start- af- I'm afraid if I turn around the second I do, they'll be looking at me, and it'll be real I'm, weird. I'm pretty I, sure they're only looking at each other. Yeah. I, think yeah. Yeah. I think they're Tinder people. Is what <laughs> right, yeah. This is Tinder, right? In action. You, well, you guys are not speakers out there, right? Yeah, yeah they can hear. But, but no it's, yeah. it's weird. It's like we're speaking another language. No one hears anything. <laughs> they sound like Charlie Brown. Well, we'll know if in about two and a half minutes they just start making out right there in front of the window. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's it, that's that's a done deal. It's, oh, it's already started. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, Doc, there we go, and it started. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Doc, these are the uh, bonuses of Tinder, my friend. The boners of what? Now I'm looking at everybody in the bar, and I'm trying to find out who which one? which one's which. The, our staff's good at it. They can probably scan the room in about four seconds and pick them all yeah, up. Yeah, whoever ordered the barley wine, it's, it's that table. <laughs> yeah, uh, she'll take a barley wine, um, glass of water. From me. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's, yeah, that's pretty much our yeah, good. Uh, by the way, what's the collaboration beer called that we have on tap?
happy. Transatlantic Overdrive. Nice. Okay, cool. Which, which, of course we, it has a car name. We, we kind of, I don't know, we, we, we sort of sat in the pub and it was getting late and someone said it and we said, oh, okay, let's, let's sleep on that and see how we go and then... Oh, that was it. <laughs> transatlantic <laughs> being transatlantic. Sure. Overdrive being the uh, overdrive on a gear stick. Oh, sure. Car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got it. And by, that's what I'm saying. That's a very public thing because they're all about cars yeah. and racing and everything else. So. Yeah. Not, saying they called the, not saying they called the shots. They were, they were very nice. Yeah. You, you don't say no to them. Yeah, do you? You yeah. Well, whatever you say, guys. So... I want to ask about this, this, these, the rumors about Four Pure. So uh, what I understand is the backstory is that you guys kind of knew what you were doing when you started. You didn't just sort of – we're making fun of you for, for doing things backwards, but you really planned out this brewery very well, it seems like. Uh, your branding, in fact, existed, uh, I think, well before the brewery, right? Yeah, no, we um – Put a lot of effort into in in, in you know you're entering a, a very busy market, a whole bunch of breweries in London, um, and I think you know we felt like we needed to have a solid head brewer, we needed to have a, a proper brand uh, to to sort of present ourselves, we needed to have a, a decent scalable um, facility to work within where we could maintain quality. You know we 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 sort of we invested from the start in some of the areas which some people. Um, you know, they don't always do so. Things sure. like floor and drains. Um, we spent <laughs> we spent an outrageous amount of money. Probably so. If you think about how much we spent on our brew kit, fifty percent more was just spent on putting the floor and the drains in. Yeah. Wow. Because it, it's almost the basis for everything we're building on. And I always go back to saying to people, they say, oh, "Why the hell do you do that?" And you're like, well. Ultimately, we're making food, so yeah. we, we need a good basis to start from. By the way, if I recall, Vinny Chalurzo's advice about building a brewery, one of the times he was on the show, was one simple piece of advice, and it was floors and drains. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. Was, he, he had just built his brewery, and he came in, and he was like, if I'm going to tell any brewer anything, I'm going to tell them to spend time on floors and drains. Yeah, yeah. and I, 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 would, I, would, I would so agree. It's, it's been fantastic. Some people, you know, are working on, on unfinished concrete floors, and, and you know, it, 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 it's pissing away. The caustic's going in there. They, they, they can't maintain the sanitation, whereas, you know, a, a really good resin floor, just you just scrub it down. Every day, every week, and, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're good. You have a clean brewery. It's one of those things, though, that's like a visually it doesn't make you feel that great because you spend all this time and all this money just to get what looks like back to zero. Right. And, that, and now you can start building the brewery. But, but I mean, yeah, you get, as you, you hear, it is extremely yeah. important. And it sounds like in order to open a professional brewery, you guys decided to be professionals. <laughs> all the way through, <laughs> and I'm not belittling it actually, because I think a lot of people you just you, you dive in, you do what you can, you spend money here or there, but you guys really paid attention to the things that make you a professional brewery. Certainly, the things that we thought were important. Yeah, we tried yeah, yeah. to work out what we thought was was, was key, and and um, I think we've we're probably 90 percent of the way we we got those decisions right. Some of the decisions we didn't get right, and we've had to sort of fix uh, fix later on. But, okay. Um, but you know, investing in those in those key things. But also, you know, we mentioned the size of brew house we started on um, twenty twenty odd um, imperial barrels, roughly thirty uh, US barrels, and then double sized tanks. It's it's a big brewery to start in, and we we the first brews we did were were half batches, so we were quarter filling our tanks. We couldn't shift the beer, you know. We wanted to develop the recipes, but you know, we were we were we were new. We were we were six new bottles on a shelf of 
as I said before, 70 or 80 bo- uh, or seven or 800 bottles and it was hard to sort of move through. But yeah, but yeah we, um, we put money in the things that we thought would be there for the long term um, that would focus us on quality. And, and, and so when some of those things other brewers saw, uh, the branding looking great, a canning, you know, you, you were doing cans uh, very early on, some, uh, kind of a successful launch basically uh, that looked great, uh, probably felt great. The rumors started to fly basically what? That you guys were owned by Anheuser-Busch or something like that? Like, it, In other words, it was too, like, too good to be true. Right? Yeah, yeah, you must I, have I, some I, big money yeah, behind you, right? So I had a distributor um, um, up, up north, and, he's, and, yeah, and he said, um, he said uh, so, yeah, I've been told by a customer that, you know, you, you're too expensive. And it's like, well, okay, you're too expensive. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we, but, you know, we're the same as XYZ, whatever. And he said, well, you know... They said, well, you've got a polished brand and, you know, the beer's good, but you're obviously bigger than you are. So, you know, I want cheaper prices. Oh, And right. he said, what, you, oh. want me, you want me to tell them their brand should be shitter than, than it is now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Make your brand more shit. Right. Yeah. Like, well, what? If you want to charge that much, you better yeah. look amateurish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, exactly. Duct tape and then we'll talk. That, that's a very good point. I, I, I mean, we, 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 we had... It's, it's a shame to sort of dispel the the, the rumors, really, because we can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't let me destroy the myth. It's S A B Miller, so, well, not A B. There, there yeah. is this one investor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom and I just—it's like we like to hear that. You know, it comes around in circles, and by the time it gets back to you, it just sounds yes, you know, just ridiculous. But sure. um, you know, we've we've got we're we're a partnership between a big London brewery and a US brewery, or we're owned by Big Beer or, or whatever else, just because people struggle to see how we've come from well from nowhere. And we, and we have in 18 months um, to where we are. And and I, I think we don't profess to be experts in the brewing world, far far from it, but we, we did sort of push on the branding, we pushed on the quality, we pushed yeah. on the... And we've got the scale, and um, that sort of delivered us a, a brand that, that the beer drinker, the guys who are, you know... It, it, I sort of always think that it's 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 not us as brands who are growing our industry. It's the people out there who are drinking our beer yeah. who go, oh, I like this beer or I like this brand and I, I, I want to get involved. And, and it's those guys who have made us what we are. And we're you know, hugely grateful for them, you know, embracing a brand new brand and drinking our beer and asking their local pub to stock it. And, and it's the same it's that like... What are they called? Like Rude Dog or Dick Dog or uh, I think it's Brew Dog. Thank you, Brew Dog. Hey, just I think it's played out hipster dog. They do buy a lot of our beer. They do buy a lot of our beer. I just ordered a pallet. Just be careful. And I like their beer too. But they you do they came I do but they came out with a great brand, kind of kicking ass from the get go. No one accused them of these things. Probably because they have that other shtick going on. They, yeah, they I couldn't think, possibly be owned by somebody else. Right. I think when you're very aggressive, then no one will ever assume that you are Which is why they owned be by dicked someone on. else. Right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. but, but when you're polished, yeah, the, you, you, then you do like, well, you couldn't have done that yourselves. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are yeah. just brewers. Right, yeah. What the fuck do you know about yeah. branding? Yeah. Wait, you guys are successful? <laughs> Something's up. Well, yeah. which in some ways I think shows how young our industry still is. That it's unexpected that, that people who are smart and know about business are going to get it right from the get-go because we're still such a youthful industry, yeah. right? I, I think that definitely is a reflection of the, the youth of the industry because if it were another industry, well, you'd, people would laugh at you if you didn't have all these things right. Yeah, but I mean you guys so over here – even the smallest of breweries, you know, you kick ass at branding, you kick ass at 
presenting your beer in the right space in the right tap room you 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 know americans live and breathe awesome awesome branding many do sort of well we're here yeah. sort of. Okay, right. Right. Uh, i was going to ask you what you know how what how do you brand your brand but i'll t- i'll tell you what i see with american breweries you know local uh you know 20 barrel brew houses that are opening up they, they basically you know go to festivals and, and uh pour their beer to the public they have uh, what we call pint nights or tap takeovers and they go to bars and they they appear and shake a few hands not really meeting that many people uh here it's pretty much the beer has to sell itself yeah right yeah mm. oh i think the branding has to yeah. sell itself here what i'm curious about in london you have breweries that are hundreds of years old and all of a sudden there's this new can on the shelf yeah how do you get well, people to buy that can versus yeah i've heard of fuller's or well, I'm sure it's like yeah, here. Right. People like new things. That's what they're looking for, a beer they never had before. I mean, you know, I think much like you have here, there's the ever-rotating tap, which, right. you know, if you're a new brewery, you're going to get a pour on the tap mm-hmm. because you're a new brewery. Yeah. Um, the key has got to be to try and to sort of cement some of those lines into semi-permanent or permanent lines. Yeah. Well, maybe they're not pouring your pale ale day in, day out, but they're, they're pouring your latest seasonal and maybe dipping back to your IPA and maybe they've got the pills yeah, on. Yeah, you're one of the always, four IPAs that they yeah. rotate. Yeah. Yeah. Within that tap. Exactly. I wonder if it's easier to get a first handle on as a new brewery than, oh, it, it, than it was mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, but it's harder to keep it, which I think is, is, is kind think, of Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's always a what's new, what's new thing. Yeah. For yeah. us, we were a new brewery. And then it's what's new. I kept being asked, what's new? <laughs> right. And, and you're like, like oh, everything. How, how about, how about, <laughs> it's like, right. how about we go into cans? It's like, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Then then a few months later, what's new? Yeah. Right, it's yeah. Like, yeah. like, right. give it's it a break. 13 you know? months is what's <laughs> new. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to blow myself up right, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At your bar. One thing is you just said the word handle. And... Um, uh, so we don't, we don't do tap handles in the UK. You, you see they have these round sort of... I don't know, like uh, three-inch font badges that mm-hmm. sort of stick in a backlighted, um, yeah. and um, we, we don't do handles. So, so, yeah, we got some tap handles, and we started to put them out, and people, that, that was new. People liked it. We tried this other thing. It's a stainless steel keg. We don't brew our beer in barrels anymore. <laughs> so, so, so new isn't necessarily... Yeah, there's different ways to look at new, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and often... And, you know, you mentioned the sort of the Meet the Brewers, the tap takeovers that yeah. you do over here, and, and, and we do exactly the same. And, mm. you know, ultimately, you've got to be focused on the fact that that is about getting dollars through the door for the pubs. For the pubs. It's really um, a pub relationship, and, not a customer a, a, relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the general managers of the pubs, you, you try and support them and help them, and then they move on, and you start at the bottom again, and you, yeah. you go again. But I think... I think consistency's got a big a big deal now. Sure. Um, you know, dispense consistency, especially a lot of new breweries have a lot of dispense problems, uh, over under carbonation. Mm. Uh and, mm. and I think the market's maturing a little bit in the UK and, and people recognise the consistent product. Yeah. Um and that's something we've got a reputation for now. Excellent. And that's 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 also driving a lot of sales because they know they're not going to get a lot of wastage with fobbage or whatever. Yeah, sure. What about problems on the retailer side? Here in the U.S., it's still an issue, I think, for brewers when retailers aren't taking care of their lines or, or pouring things incorrectly. Uh, how's that for you guys over there? We both do lots of line cleans. Yeah. You just show, when oh, you yeah. bring the beer, yeah. you'll offer to clean yeah, lines? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then, then when, you, when you pour it out and it's coming out black, you're like, this, just, this shouldn't this should. <laughs> So they said I cleaned that last week. And, and I'm yeah. like, oh, really? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Well, um, maybe not that one. It was the other yeah. one. Yeah, you get them. Like, every week we clean it, it's like 
No, seriously. Yeah. You need to, you need to clean this up. I'll, we'll tell you how to do it. It doesn't take very long. Um, yeah, we get we get problems with that. and we. Um, is that hard to do as a new brewery? And, and what I'm thinking is an old bar. Do they kind of look at you like, what the fuck do you know? When, no, you, when you're telling them about their beer lines? No. They're they, pretty good about it. They'd rather someone else be doing it than them. Okay. Well, there you go. Hmm. But that's, um, that's fine, right? I mean, not that you want to spend your time cleaning lines, but... No, but, yeah, it, it, it's one of those things that we're finding, you know, there, there are even really prestigious accounts, things in London, which you which you would uh, you would be just, just horrified to uh. believe that that would happen. Yet, our beer is being poured there, and the people who are drinking and enjoying our beer, we they're the people who we want to make sure they have the great experience. And so if we have to keep running in and sorting that out, then ultimately we're going to have to do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I think, you know, it's... It all comes down to, I mean, you, you guys, you, you distribute beer in a chill form. We don't do that in the UK, so we do a lot of our self-distribution to make sure the beer's in the best possible form. Um, so a lot of our work is on the beer quality side, um, you know, and that helps with the consistency and quality of the product that we're delivering. And by we, you mean Tom. Tom and Big Neil. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got new members, staff now. So okay, good. Yeah, 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 are, yeah. are you guys doing any cask beers, or is it all just Do you know what? We, we do no cask and um, there are there's some absolutely amazing cask in London, and, and I wouldn't want to pretend to even know how to do that. Ne- neither mm. would John. We we don't know how to brew cask beer, um, uh, but we really enjoy that as a, as a beer style. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm going to love it when they come and ask you what's new, and you're going to go, well, we've got yeah. this cask. Yeah. 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 We're doing oh. casks now, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you guys are having fun, so that's good. Uh, you didn't have fun on the tech side. Oh, tech side was awesome as well. Oh, but okay. I mean, you know, it, I think as, as I think the the technology business in the early days is very similar to where the brewing renaissance, sort of the the new brewing, is now. In that the the sort of collaboration aspects where you can um, you can share knowledge, you can share experience, you can share ingredients um, was something in the technology world where, you, you know, I, I felt very close to at the time. And okay. as I was learning in that business, there are plenty of people to help me out. So I, I do feel like it's back to the good old days of how technology was. Oh, cool. Um, was then. and um, When you were working in DOS or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I believe yeah. the English pronounce it DOS. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Right. Windows um, 95, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, it, it's... Um, yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic environment. It's a fantastic place to, to, to be, and, and there's such so many great brewers in London um, to be involved in. So. Excellent. Yeah. A question that came through from the chat a little bit earlier. I probably should have waited while John was here, but uh, Tom's in the chat room and, and asks if you've had a brewery disaster in the small space that you brew in. Any, any, any disasters, dumping of beer or anything? Um, yeah, everyone dumps beer. Um, probably our, our worst... Our worst disasters. So, so we we invested heavily in our floors. We invested heavily in our brew house and everything else. When it came to get our tanks, um, we we got some. This sounds a bit. Uh, anyway, we got some Chinese tanks. Yeah, that's and, right. Everybody uh, does it. Don't yeah. worry about We've it. All yeah. so first, yeah. first, first, <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done. Our first few tanks were, were were Chinese tanks, and you know they were tin cans. They were there to do a job. But when your man waves blow out um, mm-hmm. and you lose. First of all, the the the, the brew smells 
fantastic of IPA <laughs> aroma, which, yeah. is, which is no longer in the beer. Now, wait, um, d- define blowout. Like, blows off and, uh, like, the whole man, uh, or, like, okay. start leaking. So, so we've got top man ways, so it's not, ah. it's not quite as dramatic. So okay. top, top man ways go, beer starts gushing, brewery smells amazing briefly, and then you realise what's happened. <laughs> Um, So we had a bit of that. So now we have lots of clamps that hold down uh, our... our, um our manways on those particular fermenters, <laughs> which are pressure rated and certified, I, I don't know by whom. She's had a um, welder come in and add clamps, literally, yeah. to the thing. I, I don't know what you call them, the, the G clamps, so you screw them down. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we have those all the C- way around. Yeah, <laughs> C clamps. This one has 37. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so a bit of that. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably... Probably the most extreme example, and we haven't had. I mean, I've heard the guys you've had on with the, you know, with the with the sample valves or the racking valves blowing out and all yeah, that sort of yeah. beer in the car park. We we haven't, <laughs> you know, we, we, we that means parking lot. Yeah. No, thank you. Oh, 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 yeah, all right, yeah, lot, yeah. The spent grain's been a bit of an issue over time. I think. Just, get, uh, oh, tell me about that because that yeah, could be nasty. Yeah. Just, just disposing of the spent grain, relying on farmers driving through. The traffic in central London to pick up your grain. Oh yeah, um, while it like rots outside, it's it's a constant problem with in in London specifically. But if you guys you're in a row of like six breweries, you say yeah. has it, has everybody had the grain problem? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We so what do you do it. with it? I mean, the thing is, now we're we're bringing a scale where the farmer and the farmers they're desperate for it. They 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 think we're generating enough volume where it's worth their while. Okay. But, but as you're sort of getting off the ground, you know, it's your problem and they can't be bothered. And I see. so you end up with, especially in the summer, you know, just hideous, hideous. Oh so, yeah. So, and we have a tap room in the in the brewery as well. So on a Saturday, we push back everything in our very small map space, and um, we have thirteen taps on, and um, people come down and enjoy sort of dr- drinking beers there. And um, they probably prefer not to go outside because you know in the in the summer when the grain's not picked up, oh. it's really something. Else. You and, just, and you, we're talking it, like it turns that way in two days too. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. So, so yeah. in your bar, farmers like two weeks late. Oh <laughs> did, man! Did you ever just put it on a rail car that was parked right next to yeah, the brewery? Well, that would have been, that would have been a great idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should That's do. Fun. We got an arch down the road now. There you go. Down, yeah. down the railway line, and yeah. we're thinking about getting one of those. Uh, one of those, the push uh, cards, push cards yeah, yeah. Yeah. get a grain down there. Yeah, right, yeah. Listen, I will fly out and shoot that video if you guys get the push card. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, that's a problem. It's been grain's been it's been a challenge for everyone who starts up in London. That's that's one of the the key the key things is, is getting that material out. But once you get to a certain scale, you know they're 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 they're, they're in the position where they're wanting to pay you for that grain, and, and okay. that changes the whole that changes the whole relationship with the farmer. So do the neighbors mm. complain and everything else? I mean. It, Who's, who complains when you give them beer? Yeah, good call. Yeah. Good call. It heals all wounds. It's yeah. not time. Actually, it heals <laughs> wounds. Most of the people in this room would fall into that category and yeah. complain <laughs> when you give them beer. What is this? Another IPA? Yeah, yeah. that's true. This smells like butterscotch. Bunch of assholes. Yeah. 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 Got a guy across the road who uh, is at a printing firm and he says, There's a lot of pigeons there. Do you want some beer? And he goes, That's fine. Pigeons, not pigeons. It's, well, fine. it's fine. Yeah, he likes our amber ale and we like, oh, It's fine. It's there good. you go. It's good. So, um, yeah. You have a neighbor who I think is not too sure about me, and I thought, no big deal. I got free beer coming out of my ears, man. Guy doesn't drink beer. <laughs> Took away oh. all my powers. I have nothing to do now. I have to be. I now I have to be a good neighbor. His oh. indifference <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> yes. It reminds me of our security guard. Hey, Tom. He doesn't drink. He doesn't, doesn't drink, drink beer. beer. Yeah. And he looks after the whole estate, and he's kind of. I don't know. How would you, how would you describe him, Tom? 
he's he's one of these guys. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a big fan of the show. But, yeah, he's yeah. a big podcast. Right. Yeah. Not nothing. Nothing happens on the sort of industrial estate we're on that okay. he doesn't know about, and uh, <laughs> and he doesn't approve. Yeah, and it would be nice if he drank beer because it would yeah lighten things up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, to. yeah, I understand. And it sucks when all those powers are taken away. It's really it's no good. Uh, all right. Um, you guys got to go? Or you want to hang out? Uh, we got a couple other things, too. We're going to play a new game with JP tonight. Yeah. I heard about the game. It sounds uh, awesome. Uh, so if you, if you guys want to hang around, you're, you're welcome to. Yeah, stick around. Yeah, yeah. All right, I have a super important question yeah. that I need, to, I need the okay, answer to. I understand. I can tell. Will Liverpool get into the Champions League? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah? No? Absolutely not. Sounds <laughs> like Tottenham supporters. Wow. Who are you guys? <laughs> Uh, West Bromwich Albion. Okay, whatever. It's actually funny. Uh, Kate the Great gave me a copy of the Week magazine, one of my favorites. But she gave me the UK's Week. Oh yeah, someone gave it to her. She brought home or something. And I was reading, and I flipped to the uh, sports section, and the uh, lead story was uh, tennis, tennis, Andy Murray uh, story, and then it was cricket and football. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. There are no. Else, I don't know. You, mean, you mean soccer? What else what it should be? Be? You mean soccer? So right? I'm yeah. guessing you were referring to one of those three sports just now, JP. I was. Yes. Oh, okay, I was referring good. to football. I got the reference. <laughs> kind of. I was referring yeah. to little footy, little footy action going on. Footy. Yeah. How about are some you, giants? Are Americans allowed to say footy? I, they are now. No, you sound like a tool. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, agreed. <laughs> Great. Yep. I'll be your tool, baby. <laughs> All right. Speaking of tools, uh, we did have a Twitter game tonight that JP announced over Twitter. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, nothing. Tool. <laughs> is, uh, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't announce. I, I mean, I was a tool for not announcing it on air. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Uh, that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was our Twitter game tonight, JP? Well, uh, what we didn't talk about, and during our rogue trip, uh, which I forgot our to mention, rogue trip, a rogue trip, uh-huh. rogue, uh, was Beverly's uh, super oh, desire <laughs> to live in a double wide. Community, oh my oh, God. Wide community, or yeah. as it's known across the universe, a trailer park. A trailer park. You <laughs> have never seen Bevo more passionate oh. about anything. We so. were. I will just. I will, Bevo announced to me that all she requires of her Brewing Network retirement plan, which is that itself is a joke, is, <laughs> right. yes, yeah. is that we get her a double wide, yeah. which is way cheaper yeah. than a 401k. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, oh, don't worry, I don't rely on you for that. I take care of that. Like the that. joy on her right. face every time she saw a double wide yes. out the side of the well, RV. Because they were cu- I mean, they're not like... Okay, I'm just gonna stop. They you. were cute. She was yeah. like, yeah. they were cute. Well, really, nothing good to say. Was it like uh, the Disney movie where the dog was a like, squirrel. She was double wide. Double wide. wide. I was just showing you guys that the, you can live in that. Yeah, that, and you can have them in. No, you don't have to live in a double wide community. You See, can live on land. That, so that's the other thing. After about a day of of announcing uh, that she wants double, wide, right. she, one day she goes, "Oh, look." Well, there's a double wide community, <laughs> and JP's like, JP's like, yeah, it's a fucking trailer park. <laughs> no, I think it was even worse than that. Can I just say that they all had lawns? It wasn't a standard trailer park. Like, right. It was a, a little yeah. like housing. I, I, they each had their own. It was not real grass. grass. I think she went grass. lower than that and was like, but I don't want to live like I want to live on my like in a little. Like, uh, wouldn't it be nice if it was like a, in a, like a trailer park community or a, a no, double, a double wide, wide community? community. Double yeah. Wide, yeah, 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 they have those. Yeah, yeah. It's a trailer park. All right, so go on. <laughs> You'd be the youngest person there for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd be everybody's favorite. That's true. So <laughs> I already know, am. Looking twenty years into the future, whenever Beverly retires, 
And she will start 20. her own double-wide yeah. community. You'll also fit in, by the way, Bebo, but that's another yeah. thing. Yeah. Which is <laughs> probably sweatpants. That's probably so make up. Fit in at that point. Um, I want the BN Army to name her double-wide community. Okay. What's it going to be? Name <laughs> Bebo's own double-wide community. This is right. going to be so uh, bad. It's already really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, also, then, just since we're on the subject, can we get a quick uh, lesson in English from Bevo uh, yes. from, from the trip? Because there were we several... Can. There were several terms that Bevo, that we discovered, uh, Bevo, uh, co- she doesn't speak English, is what I'm No, she does not. Uh, <laughs> she speaks double-wide community. So, so for- we, here's, a, here's an example. Go ahead. Um, we, the, the new battle wagon has a broken gray water tank, so we couldn't, we couldn't use too much water. Like, you, had, you could use a little bit, but if you, if you filled it up, it would leak, and, and, you know, we don't want that. So we were, we had bottles of water in the, in the bathroom so that we could brush our teeth. Which Bevo comes out one day and goes, hey, we need more tooth water in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm just My like, favorite part of that is that I didn't say teeth. No, just one tooth. Yeah. Yeah, tooth water. And I'm like, you are the redneckiest redneck I have ever met in my life. Do you mean we need water? It's just, it's just water, you know. No, we need tooth, tooth water. water. Right. Tooth water. For the for, one for, tooth. For your tooth. Right. Yeah. For, for my okay. tooth. Right. It and was th- early. Justin had gone into the bathroom. To brush his teeth. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went in after him, and I just was returning the bottle of water, which apparently I thought was tooth water. What else did we have, JP? Well, uh, uh, Beverly, what do you call a a napkin? A wipey thing? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) What do you call a knife? I either said a sharp thing or a cutty thing. A cutty thing. A wipey thing and a cutty thing. Well, it's Um, all about function. Who doesn't know what a knife is? A cutty thing. I know what a knife is. I just like to... Shut up. It's more syllables. It's nicer to say. You hired me. And then the best part is so now Beverly not only doesn't know anything about what objects are called. (laughs) Yeah. She has that displacement, whatever. uh, But she's very inquisitive. She likes to know and learn about stuff. Right. Right. So the best kind of question, and we sat around often around the campfire on this trip and just talked about (laughs) esoteric, whatever we we philosophize. We talk about philosophy a lot. Um, and Beverly, what was your main question? Like the biggest question that came to you about your place in the universe? Do you remember that? I do. I, I do. do. Um, who? Who invented, who invented eggs? eggs? Who invented, who invented eggs? eggs? Okay, that needs clarification. And the whole RV was like, "Are we talking about God? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who invented no, eggs?" I was like, I was the. The thought process behind that stupid question was, who cracked open an egg and decided that that disgusting mess in there would make good food? Yeah, yeah, but no, you're like Dan. You're backwards. Like yeah. You do the, th- you, you do the yeah. weird question first. It's understandable yeah. when, you ex- when, you, when you, you know, when, then, by the way, that's not called a backstory. That's called a proper sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Suck it. Uh, who invented eggs? Well, she went a step right, beyond which eggs? came first, the chicken or the egg. <laughs> and she took it a step beyond. Yeah. yeah. Who invented the egg? By the way, as she's standing in my slippers with her hair in a towel, <laughs> yeah. cooking this big omelet soupy mess, going, who invented egg? <laughs> Hand me a wipey thing. Let's not even ignore the fact that I was cooking breakfast for you Fools. You were. Yeah. Hey, I made coffee. You can't give me Yeah, and you ate too. Which is why we're making fun of you now and instead of why you were cooking breakfast. <laughs> right, yeah. And I, kept my hair, and I kept my hair on the towel so that no hair ended up in your food. Thank right. you for that. That is that's much less red. The towel thing. Yeah, the towel. It was a wrappy thing. The, the hair dry thing. 
Uh, did we have anything else from Vivo English wise? Uh, I'm um, sure there were many gems that oh, we just man. didn't remember. Tooth water oh, uh, is the best. Can... That will never go away. No, yeah. um, uh, straight water. I think she called five loco from Flat Tail. No, it's yeah. floor loco. Floor loco. Floor loco. Yeah. That's because I sat on the floor and drank it. You did get crunk <laughs> off of uh, Flat Tail beer. I, it was yeah. fun. I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it was a great uh, lesson in English from Bebo. Uh, you can watch the video right now. It's on our Facebook page. That's part one of our rogue trip. When we come back, we're going to play a new game with JP uh, called JP or Poet Laureate. <laughs> yeah, very clever name that we came up with. Get your pros on. Also, the four pure guys are still going to hang out with us, so uh, call us up, 888-401-BEER. Hit the chat button. We'll be right back. It's the session live from the Hopkinator. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. If you don't know yeast, man, you're missing out. White Labs Yeast Manager, Yeastman, is available free to any brewer. Yeastman is your direct link to White Labs Yeast Production Facility. Yes, you can check yeast availability, and yes, you can place an order, but Yeastman is much more. View yeast quality control and analytical reports. See your big QC day entries and reports. Get access to the entire White Labs catalog, specials on overruns of freshly made yeast, and customized options for your account. Yeastman is the only real-time online ordering in the business connected directly to factory production. Yeastman is always on and always live. It's the largest online marketplace for specialty brewer's yeast and related products. Visit yeastman.com today and tap directly into White Labs production facility. Gonna brew? Yeast man to the rescue. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone 
grounds are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand. Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today adventures in homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the brutus brew stands and propane burners the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven pound hopper custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels coolers and mini size brew pots the brewers at adventures in homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all grain brewing adventures in homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. Brewing Network listeners receive 10% off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code IPA at checkout. See terms and conditions for full details. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. All right. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. we got four Pure Brewing Company hanging out with us. Uh, They're still here, and we've got their beer on tap. More to come, apparently. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe lucky. Maybe someday. Go to 4pure.com. Uh, it's just 4pure.com. Let me see here. Yeah, 4pure.com right now. Uh, great website. Lots of information. You can see their awesome branding. Learn about the beer that we tried tonight. And uh, are you guys distributed yet outside of London? Yeah. Yeah, we've got, we've, we serve about 50% of our beer in London. Okay. And, uh, you know, certain percentages in regionally, but... We're pushing on export a little bit, so a little bit in, in Sweden, okay. uh, you know, Scandinavia, a little bit down in Singapore even. Nice. Excellent. Just places you want to go travel, Tom? No, absolutely. Japan next, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Tap takeovers. I got an idea, Dan. Why don't we distribute to Australia? It'll be great. <laughs> or New Zealand is maybe better. Uh, all right. So we got a new game we're going to play, and uh, it turns out that JP used to fancy himself a poet. Well, you know, I'm an emotional kid. I was emotional uh, 
I had emotional. You didn't yeah. even know it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's surprised by had, this uh, revelation. Yeah, I had uh, emotionals. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of his first poem, actually. It was called <laughs> Emotionals. We're, Ar- we're already doing the reveal? <laughs> it was your first collection of poems. Yeah. Called, My uh, dad was a failed poet. <laughs> I was as well. Yeah. I thought your dad was a failed uh, nonfiction slash fiction writer. He is. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard, I believe his name was. Yeah. <laughs> L. Nick Hubbard. Uh, no, my dad wrote a book called I Want to Love by Paul Nicholas Petros. You can go find it. It's on Amazon. It is? He also wrote a book called The Game of Insurance. So he went from poetry to uh, how the insurance companies are ripping you off. I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So go, and that's by, did, by Nicholas Paul. That's did, you write a, did you write an Amazon review to I Want to Love? Like, <laughs> no, yeah. Hey, I wanted you right to out. also, Dad. Yeah. 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 Still working on it, huh? How'd you find time to write this and you're throwing baseballs at me? <laughs> yeah. Asshole. If you spend more time wanting to love, you might have loved. It's, all, yeah. well, it's tough love. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone threw the baby out with the bathwater, asshole. Yeah. Literally, in your case. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right, so you did some writing uh, as a child. I did, yes, okay. I did, yes. So we thought it'd be fun to see uh, because we, you know, we tend to make fun of pretentious people in general here. Um, if if people, if we could even tell the difference between uh, JP's poetry <laughs> and a Nobel and a Nobel Prize winning poet, uh, we wanted to go big. Yeah. So, but well, we we are also the judges. Yes. So <laughs> our level of poet laureate. Yeah, no. Knowledge. Critiquing is probably pretty low. Well, we'll get some help judging from our from our audience here. Yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. We got two uh, people to play from the listening audience, and then I think we'll play here in the room just for fun. Okay. As well, but uh, let's find out who our our callers are. Uh, yes, Tasty. Are you? You look concerned. What's the objective? <laughs> what's the objective of the game? Like, if I think it's JP, so I stroke his back and say, "Poor Lord." <laughs> Yes. Right? I, you know, I hadn't uh, thought of that rule, but wow. yes. What are we supposed to go I don't. I don't really care. That just needs to happen. <laughs> so Wait. let me get our callers on, and I'll explain the rules. Uh, but I do like that addition. I'm going to add that to the rules. So, yes, JB, there will you be some backstroking. Some JP yeah. gets stroked no matter what. Yeah. All right. This isn't, a, this isn't a swimming competition either. All right. Let's go to HH from Georgia is on the line. Uh, HH, what's happening? Not a lot. Uh, do you know your poetry? Are you a big poetry reader? No. Okay. Okay. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm surprised. Hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of homebrewers really. It's like a second hobby. You know, there's homebrewing, and then there's poetry. It's right. It's right there. Right. Uh, homebrewing yeah, is poetry. I mean, French poetry, obviously, but not in English. Not so much. Fair, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's also then go to a crime dog. Uh, which I believe is a great brewery out of the UK. Uh, Crime Dog from Texas. What's happening, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, uh, a poetry fan? Um, Sure. Why not? There we go. All right. More of a JP fan. Okay. There we go. To be or not? <laughs> well, then you've got an advantage because uh, if you to know JP, I believe, is to know his poetry, I think. So if I have this right... Uh, James Joyce. Uh, yes. Uh, if I have this right, Moscow is going to read us uh, two pieces. 
It's poetic already. <laughs> Taryn's asking if she can call in and play. Yes! yes. Okay. Taryn. Yes. yes, you can. Oh, my gosh, yes. Please call Please right now. Get, this is great. Yes, I read that. How well do you know your fiance? Yeah. <laughs> Has she read your diary yet? Or? Also, all no, I can... she doesn't have access to that blog. Okay. All I can find on Amazon is foreigner. I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want to know. Well, your maybe... dad wrote, I want to know what love is? He is a great man. Wow. But you should look for the game of insurance or... I want to speak for the children. That's another oh. one. That's, he wrote that, too? <laughs> By Nicholas wow. Paul Petros. It's because I feel like your dad is the only person that is more of an enigma than you are. <laughs> well, see, because, Justin, what you don't understand is only a man who has worked in the insurance industry and has had uh, not one but three of his children uh, not like him and refuse to speak to him anymore, yeah. uh, only that man can, can, write. can t- teach uh, the parents of the world uh, where they went wrong in teaching their kids. <laughs> Speak for the children. Yes. Okay. So it's his way of expressing the ch- the child, the world child organization that he there should be formed. Have you, have you, how many of these have you, you read? None. I'm going to ask you a very serious question. I ran a toilet paper years ago. What? This is a serious question. Okay. May I please interview your dad no. on this radio program? <laughs> please, Jack. Come on. Let me you don't have to be here. No, it won't. No, won't happen. We'll just call you well, JP. He won't know. There's no way. But you know that there's it would no be the, one of the best interviews we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just that's all. It. That's all I can ask. That's all fair. Right. Uh, all right. So Moscow is going to read us uh, two pieces of uh, quote unquote poetry. That's right. Uh, is, that, is that Taryn on three? Uh, Beaver. That is Taryn on three. Okay. <laughs> Another previous girlfriend. Hi, Taryn. Hi. Uh, I'm glad that you want to participate in this game. I'm Doesn't thrilled. Like Taryn at all. Um. <laughs> well, I was an English major, so. Is that what you're basing yeah. your your yeah. your advantage on? Well, the, Not that you right. know JP. Yeah. Right. right. Well, the online university yeah. she got it from was disbarred. So, so you, you spent four years staring at pages. I will say this, Taryn. Whatever you hear tonight is probably a glimpse into how JP's vows will sound. Right. Yes. You guys are writing your uh, vows. Assuming you guys are writing your own vows. You know, it will validate your whole interesting assumption. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'm getting mine from vowsfordummies.com. <laughs> Come on, how can you not write your own vows, JP? You two are the most amazing vow writers ever. You I'm might sure. change your opinion after this game. <laughs> one of you is an one of you is an English major, and the other one is insane. <laughs> <laughs> you have to write your own vows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all it's right. gonna be the longest ceremony ever. Yeah, <laughs> JP. Yeah, he, he pulls out a scroll. <laughs> right, yeah. This will take a fortnight. That's like seven days or something, guys, in case you didn't know. Fourteen, maybe. Uh, All right, so you're going to read us two things, and all we have to do is decide which one is JP and which one is the Nobel Prize winner. That's it. Uh, Do they each have titles? Yes. Now, all the poems have titles, yes. (laughs) Wonderful. It's a professional game. We're doing two? Uh, I'm going to read one from the Laureate and one from JP, and then the uh, peanut gallery will have to tell us which one was which. Okay. And how many rounds are we playing? We'll do three rounds. Three rounds. All right, let's hear them. This is called Allegro. I play Haydn after a black day and feel a simple warmth in my hands. The keys are willing, soft hammers strike. The resonance green, lively, and calm. The music says freedom exists, and someone doesn't pay the emperor tax. I push down my hands in my Haydn pockets and imitate a person looking on the world calmly. I hoist the Haydn flag. It signifies we don't give in, but we want peace. The music is a glass house on the slope. Where the stones fly, the stones roll, and the stones roll right through, 
but each pain stays whole. The only thing worse than the poetry is listening to Moscow read it. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine a junior high JP listening to Haydn in his bedroom? Yes, actually. Somehow, really? I, somehow I can. I w- that was when I started my uh, classical thing. Yeah. I was very big into Tchaikovsky in middle school. Playing sure. on his keyboard. Moscow, uh, never <laughs> never yeah. say romantic things to Alexa. Whatever you do, just don't. <laughs> oh, so all this time I've been trying. And, yeah, yeah. Just hire Moscow. it out. Outsource right. it, man. Just put on uh, Al Green or something. I like seeing you in my bed. <laughs> Your hair is black. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Alexa? Her hair's not black. <laughs> Really yeah. And Warren's blind. Yeah, this one's the blind guy, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's one. <clears throat> now this is called lingering moonlight. Heavy she hangs, casting herself across the sea, as open and welcoming as a cool summer breeze. Cool and calming, she rests across my waters, wrapping soothing souls. She illuminates the debris and rock, the premise of a safe voyage. Heartily we wade, bathed in light and water, and the promise of security. She will not deny you passage. The salt on your lips, tart and bright, her light manifest until she slips beneath the waters only to rise again. Is this about Taryn being (laughs) a whore? Right, exactly. This is a whore that you're talking about. I don't know, man. Uh, Taryn's on line three, remember? Oh, sorry. Hi, Taryn. (laughs) Oh, you just put somebody to death. Wow. Uh, Who was who? Fuck if I know. So I was was watching the body language really closely. That gave gave absolutely nothing away. (laughs) No, he's a professional. Yeah. Uh, professional. I believe Lady Gaga said it best with my, 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 my poker face. My poker face. Uh, Lady Gaga. Also a poor lawyer. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the listeners uh, a chance to think it over and mm-hmm. listen to our decisions here in the room, and then we'll, we'll let them uh, decide. Uh, we're going to start with Dan. Uh, which one do you think is JP? The first one. The first one. The Haydn one. Allegro. Allegro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The second one was super down to earth. Based on personality. Yeah. Yeah. Very down to earth, the second one was. Yeah. Tom, what do you think? I'll give it for the second one. You think the second one is JP? Okay. Hang on. How do I do this? One. You just write. You just one and two. <laughs> I just go by number. Yeah. Tell your brain to move one and the two. Yeah. And you work things. Tasty? Uh, I believe it's number two is JP. Okay. Everyone believes that Taryn's a whore. <laughs> Beardy, I just I don't think he listened to Haydn when he was in junior high, so I'm gonna have to go with the second one. Okay, uh, Doc. Well, Haydn was around. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly was around. Was Haydn, um, that's for sure. I'm still going with, but you couldn't whack off to it. Uh, the, the second one sounded a lot what? softer and. SJP's soft side. Okay, so you think... (laughs) Haydn was never around Livermore. That's for sure. Uh, He is when I drive through it. He had bigger things to worry about. I also think the second one was JP. Um, Taryn? Should I say that these aren't all from middle school? Uh, It doesn't matter. Okay, well, um, okay. All right, I don't know. (laughs) Did you share any of these with your friends in middle school? No, my, no, my friend, no. Girlfriends? <laughs> no. Maybe. <laughs> Did you ever get a handy for writing one? No. Nah. No. So I think no I think I was I was like, you know, emotionally light years ahead of everybody because I think <laughs> in my like? opinion girls were just like, I don't know what to do. I'm like 14, I don't understand. Yeah. I understand emotions and I'm like mm. whatever. <laughs> What's your pen name so I can search on Amazon? <laughs> my, my pseudonym? Yeah. Uh, Tom de Plume. I, I don't know. 
<laughs> okay. Taryn, what do you think? Uh, definitely number one with JP. Oh, she's wow. with firmness. Oh, well, wow. she'd have gone yeah. first. I might want to change my vote. The one where she's she's not a whore in it. Yeah, that was JP. <laughs> she, she, she's engaged him. What does she know? Yeah. Right. The one where she's not laying in the rocks all spread open. <laughs> Bobbing underwater. Uh, uh, really. All right, HH, which one do you think was JP? One or two? Uh, two. I think Karen is wrong. Okay. Hey, watch it, asshole. <laughs> and don't make him get all poetic on yeah. you. Wow. I will come through this microphone. Uh, and Crime Dog, what do you think? Um, I'm going to go with number one, despite the lack of cats or Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That's not bad. All right, Moscow, reveal the author. The poet, if you will. <laughs> if you will. I don't know the if real you will. Right. Yeah. Lingering Moonlight number two was JP. Ah, okay. Oh, right. All right, that's a point for Tom, a point for Tasty, a point for Beardy, a point for Doc, a point for Jay, and a point for HH. Did Taryn get a point? She, she gets missed a minus it. point. She no. Wow, you were so sure, Taryn. Oh. Yeah, you idiot. Rude. <laughs> that's rude. Hey, what am I eating for dinner when I get home? <laughs> Nothing now. <laughs> uh, hemlock, I think. <laughs> All right, let's hear the next one. I hope they're shorter. <laughs> He's our Maybe Beardy should be. You want, a, you want a haiku? You want me to blaze through it? What do you want me to do? Okay, at the I'll end, go faster. At the end, we all have to yeah, snap we'll our fingers. I was trying to read it with feeling. No, you keep doing what you're doing. All right. Were? <laughs> yeah, that's that feeling was, that was Moscow with feelings. <laughs> this is me being emotional. It was like a, it was like a mannequin with, his, with somebody moving his lips with the hands. I was doing it with feelings. I thought that was Google's auto pronounce. You just typed it into Google. I'm pretty sure that was Siri with a man's voice. Is it inappropriate for me to ask what that poem was about because I didn't understand it? Um, the one that JP wrote, yeah. the strange guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Jamie has no idea. I thought he was using like a word generator. I thought it, make it didn't sense. get him laid. So, what was your? You didn't have a muse? No. <laughs> just ask the tear-stained pages that you it was written. You are on. a pretentious douche. I just tried. To, I just tried to write big boy words. I felt like it was pretty good. Actually, yeah, I mean, it was I only the content that made me think it was you. Sure. Did we get Bevo's opinion? Oh no, I didn't have Beard, uh, Bevo play. Would, would you have gotten that right? Oh no, I was. I thought it was number two. <laughs> yes, you, you would have got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she thought it was number two. Everything is shit. No, I would have gotten it wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, here we go. This one's called uh, the days. It was number two. <laughs> number two <laughs> right. is right. <laughs> yeah. Stretching ahead, an unpaved road, planned but not executed. A trail behind, a map to the past, executed but not planned. One setting sun, one day closer, ending, not end. Moments hanging like ripe fruit, growing heavy with time until they fall, end, not ending. Ours is to explore in time. The days is a vehicle carrying one place to the next. Questions hang in the air, lost in time, unanswered, yet known. This one's easy. All right, what's the... You haven't even heard the second one. I know, I don't have to. That one's JP. Come on. (laughs) All right. This one is called The Half-Finished Heaven. See, you don't even have to read it. Despondency breaks up. <laughs> JP can't think of that. I can't even think of that title. We need some Cal Silverstein in here. Uh, you mean Shell? Shell. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Cal. Cal. Well, his brother, his brother Cal is very underrated. Yeah. Well, if you need a car truck, show you, you guys know about poetry. 
You know who I liked was Cal. Cal. It's over. Wasn't he the guy who sold cars in in, uh, in Los Angeles? If you want to buy, a, if you want a car, if you car, want a brand new Cal. car, go see Cal. Yeah. <laughs> the poem that came with my '93 Ford was fantastic. Cal. All right, go on. <laughs> what we need is some uh, Cal Silverstein. <laughs> By the way, Warren is you know super tied into the beatnik scene. He's like, "There's no way JP listened to Hayden. I read Cal Silverstein. I know." Yeah. Uh, okay. <clears throat> the half-finished heaven. Uh, despondency breaks off its course. Anguish breaks off its course. The vulture breaks off its flight. The eager light streams out. Even the ghosts take a draft. And our paintings see daylight, our red breasts of the Ice Age studios. Everything begins to look around. We walk in the sun in hundreds. Each man is a half-open door leading to a room for everyone. The endless ground under us, the water is shining among the trees, the lake is a window into the earth. But then that one doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, yeah, those are words strung together. Have hmm. you read poetry before? Yeah. Crap. 99% of it doesn't make any sense. I've well, read Cal Silverstein, <laughs> right. so... I'm sticking well, to my maybe guns. The, maybe the, the Poi Laureate happened to be a uh, depressed middle schooler. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. It's not bad. All right. I'm sticking with number one was JP. That's what I think. Okay. Uh, Doc? Uh, I'm going with number one because the, the second one had two big words that I know he doesn't know. <laughs> like anguish? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Or despondency? Oh, JP knows anguish. <laughs> I think he would know despondency also. <laughs> yes. Beardy? Uh, I'm more of a show-don't-tell kind uh, of guy. Number one was JP. Okay. Tasty? Uh, number one, yes. All right. Tom? Number one. Number two <laughs> oh, is too man. profound. Yeah. <laughs> in, in yeah. Face into the lake. And yeah. Like yeah. No. Number two spoke to you, didn't it, Tom? It did. <laughs> I, want, I want to hear it again. I yeah. want to hear it again. Despondency. <laughs> br- no. yeah. uh, Dan? Yeah, I'm a number one as well. Okay. Um, HH, what do you think? I don't know what the fuck either one of them was talking about. I'm going to with y'all. Number one. All right. And Crime Dog. I'll go with number one. Taryn, it comes down to you. <laughs> I'm going to also go with number one. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do we got, Moscow? Everyone was right across the board. Okay. Oh. Oh. Lots of points there. See, come on. I told you. You didn't have to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but ask yourself honestly, which one made more sense? Um, yours made more yeah, sense. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. That was, yeah. that was well paired. I like the end that was ending. Yeah. In, in your first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not ending. Not but, ending. Then, right. but then there's the ending. Right. That's not the not end. end. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, they switched it. Yeah. And that was the theme all the way through. Uh, wow. Yeah. The switching theme? Yeah. I didn't realize it had a fucking theme. Well, because you weren't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got it right. Well, Can he didn't I... speak to Tom. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, well, what does Tom know? <laughs> I think there's a language barrier there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just didn't understand just didn't it. Get it. It wasn't in metric. No. Well, it's not Rami because we're saying it differently. I want to right. cut you so bad. <laughs> why do you want to cut Tom? He's a nice guy. <laughs> All right. Of our two listener contestants, uh, HH is in the lead. Um, so we've got one more round here. Crime Dog could tie it up by getting this one right if uh, if HH gets it wrong. Uh, if there's a tie, we do have uh, uh, some uh, four pure swag for the both of you. And if, cool. uh, if it's just HH, just for you. There we go. All right. This read them. This is called Under Pressure. JP. The blue sky's engine drone is deafening. We're living here on a shuddering work site where the ocean depths can suddenly open up. Shells and telephone hiss. 
You can see beauty only from the side. Hastily, the dense grain on the field, many colors in a yellow stream. The restless shadows in my head are drawn there. They want to creep onto the grain and turn to gold. Darkness falls. At midnight, I go to bed. The smaller boats puts out from the larger boats. You are alone on the water. Society stark holds us further and further away. WTF. (laughs) What? By the way, it's like listening to like 2020 or Nightline when Scott does it. It's like the, kidna- the kidnapped child was left in the dark for I, four hours. I, I don't even make it past halfway through the first line, and I'm like daydreaming. I could, that's this is my BBC reporter burning, looting the streets of Boston, overrun by rioters. Yeah, very similar to your poetry voice. Once again, the fruit of peace has become the jam of war. Yeah, smaller boats overrun by larger boats. <laughs> That is profound. Right, right. I was, I was lost on Yellow Stream. <laughs> was that a P reference? Yeah, I think it was. And was it pasty in there somewhere? All right, read the next one. All right, this is uh, Untitled. Of course. Transcendence, of course. <laughs> Transcendence for man means downfall for man. Such is the temperament of Mother Nature. Man is not one to rule, but to be ruled. Not to conquer, but to be conquered. To be chained, not to chain. The folly of man is to not know these things, to wander the earth looking into the heavens, carving their own path, ruling, conquering, chaining. After the wars, the hatred, the abuses of the earth, what is left for man but to return to mother, decaying, a wilted flower at the side of the road. This is Scott Moskowitz, BBC News, (laughs) as Boston burns. Yes. Uh, All right, I'm going to make our uh, listener contestants go first this time. Crime Dog, which one was J.P.? Oh, I, I'm thinking. Uh, oh, number. I'm gonna go with number two. He, just, he wasn't even listening. <laughs> He's like, uh, he just he flipped a coin. Right, yeah, 50-50 right. shot. He listened right. about as much as we did. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, HH, what do you think? I'm gonna go with number one. Why do you think that? It's kind of a coin toss. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I think it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Tasty? Uh, I think uh, number two. You go number two? Yeah. Taryn? Um, I think number one. Yeah. But I want to say, I had no idea that he was any sort of poet. This is news to me. You know, oh. I'm here, right? I can hear you. <laughs> Well, let's. I mean, let's not get carried away. Like, yeah. Yeah. not really a poet. As you a, write a poem, you're a poet. Yeah. As an English major, how would you rank his poetry? Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least you can understand it. Sort right. of. That's what she tells oh. me after sex. Can, can you? Yeah. It is not I mean, it was okay. I, I understood yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't throw up it this happened. time. Yeah. That was bearable. Yeah. We're, we're, both still, we're both still here. I was there. <laughs> Are you reconsidering writing your own vows uh, right now? Like It sounds like maybe you weren't going to, but now maybe you are? Uh, maybe he should write his own vows. Yeah, for yourself. And I'll just say the normal stuff. <laughs> well, he could write them for both of you. Oh, I, let oh, me write wow. your vows for you. No, you can write each other's. not. I would just draw dicks on her. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she pulls out a piece of paper. She's like, 
I, Taryn, dicks. <laughs> she would just show it to everybody. Like, I don't Wien- understand. Wiener, wiener, wiener. Like some ancient hieroglyphs. Wiener. Uh, bigger dick. Weird looking curvy dick. Something about Bill Clinton. I don't know. Elephantitis. Right. Wiener, wiener. The end. The, the end. I do. Uh, all right. Bevo, what do you think? <laughs> All right, we'll come back. We're going to come back to Bevo. All right. Dan. Um, I'm going to go with number one. I wasn't really paying attention to him. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> Tom? Uh, yeah, number one. Okay. Boats turning into boats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, going, I'm definitely going number one on this one. All uh, right. In fact, I think there's no question. Anybody who's voting two on this is crazy. Beardy? There was a lot. Two. There was a lot more vocabulary in one, so I think two was JP. You do, yeah. Doc. Uh, listening to number one, I was I, for sure. I was saying it would be number one, but number two sounds similar, very similar to the to the one that was JP in the in the second round. Okay, so I'm going number two. You remember them? Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Green well, he's, now. Quite the, he's quite the laureate, so wow. he has his own style. Well, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like a house flavor. Beaver? Uh, I would say number one. I'm going to say this. If JP was number two, mm-hmm. you're pretty good. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing wrong with number two. <laughs> number two is okay. You think number two is better than number one? Yeah. Oh, it's it, it, by a mile. It's it, Number two is a real yeah, poem. Yeah, but number just- my the bad thing is, word vomit. am I starting to, to recognize JP's style? <laughs> yeah. His voice, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. After uh, three, yeah. after three poems, poetry. He, re- he really there, you, Doc. There's no way you're number two. And if you, more than years before. If you're number two, you should quit this gig and go write poetry. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure poets make tons of cash. Well, they do if they win the Nobel Peace Prize That's or true. Nobel whatever literature prize. Yeah, it's not just more peace. Tasty, what did you say? You said I two. I just said number two, yeah. Calling it a piece. Wow, you guys have a lot of faith in JP. All right, which one's the which one's JP? Number two. You're kidding me! JP. <laughs> read me number two again. <laughs> oh God! Tell me that this isn't good. Transcendence. No, he's making him read Can more. we go back like to this. talking about dicks? <laughs> wiener, 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 wiener. Uh, Wait, uh, Bevo just asked that. Let's just take <laughs> no. What's the yeah, title? I'll, I'll be pulling that for a future right. drop for sure. Uh, transcendence for man means downfall for man, such as the temperament of Mother Nature. Man is not to. Uh, one to rule, but to be ruled. Not to conquer, but to be conquered. To be chained, not to chain. The folly of man is to not know these things. To wander the earth, looking into the heavens, carving their own path, ruling, conquering, chaining. After the wars, the hatred, the abuses of the earth, what is left for man but to return to mother, decaying a wilted flower at the side of the road? I mean, you're not a genius or anything, but no. that's like a real poem. He just watched the I color yeah, purple. backstroking we were thinking of <laughs> in high school. It's yeah. a real poem. Wait, wow. If you look Wait. out the window, the bar is now empty. That other yeah, piece yeah. of crap. <laughs> True that. That other piece of crap won the Nobel Prize? Yes, this was uh, the, the poet. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was comparing JP to the poetry of Thomas Tranströmer. He was the Nobel Prize winner in 2011 for poetry. Fantastic. He's a Swede. Yeah, boats and boats. Wait, I think I did it wrong. Which one was JP? One or two? Uh, two. two. Yeah. So that means okay, that uh, yeah. HH and Crime Dog uh, have a tie, so you guys will both get some four pure swag. And then that means that in the room, 
There's a whole bunch of ties, so it doesn't even matter. I got everyone right. Tasty, Beardy, and Doc are all tied for the win in the room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Taryn, I think, was yeah. the, the worst performer of all of them. <laughs> yeah. Tell me yeah. about it. So much for the personality <laughs> test. I don't even think you know your fiancé, Taryn. You don't even know him. You are ready for marriage. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Too yeah. late now. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm really yeah. good. glad yeah. I called in. Yeah. 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 The date's already set. Like, oh. What else can she say? I'm a lucky man. <laughs> All right, Taryn, thank you for playing. I appreciate you calling in. Um, HH and Crime Dog, congratulations. Uh, everybody wins. Y'all get a trophy in this Yay. game. Uh, we'll send you some stuff Yay. from Four Pure. Thanks for playing, everybody. Thanks email for me. Participating. Yeah. Uh, email Bevo. Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. Taryn, we'll, uh, I don't know, something. Right. You, you get JP oh, out You of win this. JP out of this. You can have the broken glass that came in the bag. Oh, yeah. The four pure guys dropped the glass. You yeah. can, I'll send you the no, shards. No, no, the handle broke on the bag. Yeah. There was nothing to this. And thing. JP. You also won JP. Right. You're stuck with it. Another broken glass. He's half empty. Right. I, I hear a, a whole poem right out of that. <laughs> Let me write it right Taryn's going to write it. JP is a broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. It cuts me deeply. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously, help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, JP's poetry actually makes too much sense to be considered for the Nobel Prize. Right. Maybe yeah. so. Because the, you, when you put those last two together... I mean, I'm not crazy, right? JP's was better. Well, I think that mine were all better. But well, I <laughs> right. All right, guys. Thanks for playing. Cheers. Yay. Thank you. Cheers. There you go. Uh, email uh, Bevo. Bevo at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do some feedback. It's a very short break, like uh, four minutes. We'll be back. And, um, yeah, feedback. Hang in there. It's a session. Coming up this summer, and More Beer wants to send you. To celebrate 20 years of serving home brewers, More Beer is giving away two full pass registrations to the 2015 National Homebrew Conference, June 10th through 13th. That's right, two full passes, full access to all the presentations, club night, and pro brewers night, two seats to the grand banquet and award ceremony, two one-year membership gift cards to the American Homebrewers Association, four-night stay at the beautiful town and country resort, round-trip airfare to and from the San Diego airport, Two VIP passes to the Brewing Network's own anniversary party. A $250 prepaid Visa gift card for food and your other expenses. And dinner with the More Beer crew. Visit morebeer.com for all the details and to enter. You can enter once a day through April 15th. And the winner will be drawn on April 25th. If you've already purchased your registration to the event and seats to the Grand Banquet, those fees can be refunded. Enter today at morebeer.com. 
Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20 gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your Brew Easy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman kettle cart. The Brew Easy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your Brew Easy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new Brew Easy all grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new Brew Easy. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. Oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. And, and that Brew Builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive, and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country. Wait, they just landed in Australia with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously. What? You're paying money for that watered-down meat when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. And now get 15% off by going to MoonlightMeadery.com forward slash BNArmy and use coupon code BNArmy at checkout. Hey, sign me up for that party. Attention, home brewers! If you like making labels for your handcrafted awesomeness and wish more people could see how great you are, then check this out. GrogTag, the makers of custom reusable labels and craftbeerandbrewing.com are hosting the first ever National Homebrew Label Awards. The top 10 labels will be featured at the 2015 National Homebrewers Conference in San Diego to more than 5,000 attendees and more than $2,500 in prizes will be awarded. If you've created a label at any time in the past year, you're eligible to enter. GrogTag and Craft Beer and Brewing have teamed up with great sponsors like More Beer and the Brewing Network to make this competition a great one to enter. Submit your entries between March 1st and June 1st for your chance at fortune and glory at homebrewlabelawards.com. That's homebrewlabelawards.com. Submit your label entries today. Good luck, and we'll see you in San Diego. 
segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to Four Pure Brewing for being on the show today. They're still hanging out. If you haven't been to craftbeer.com lately, go check it out. Craftbeer.com, a great website uh, to learn about everything craft beer. And they actually just recently put out um, an awesome uh, beer styles guide. It's like an interactive beer styles guide. You can go there. You start with a uh, kind of a simple process of looking at color, but then you can click on things and just get in-depth as you want. Um, there's some instru- uh, an introduction video to the whole thing. You can... Uh, Download a, a concise and systematic tasting sheet. It's really a guide for beer geeks like us to to go through and, and learn about beer uh, kind of on your own, so you don't have to go take a course to do it. Plus, all the other content over on craftbeer.com is just amazing. You can find out uh, what's going on in the U.S. and, and really um, uh, around the world. So check it out, craftbeer.com, celebrating the best of American beer. Want to hear a uh, Drunk of the Week voicemail? Yeah, why not? I, I learned that this is not Bebo. Bebo is way more nicer than this lady. This lady's like, just leave your message. He's talking about the uh, automated uh, voice that uh, tells you when, you when you press the button and it says, please leave your message after the tone. Right. The the, the automated voice is not more nicer than Bebo? No, apparently not. Yeah. And Bebo's like, hey, Steve-O, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you don't go blah, 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 but... <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Hi, you know, girl. Just, at least humors me. Shit. <laughs> I really want to call in just to say that I miss you fuckers. I owe my career nowadays. I owe my career to you guys. I fucking owe you guys the world. I even get on my knees and uh, tickle your balls if I have to. That's a verbal Wait contract. A wow, oh, yeah, he said it. We're going to be down that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you guys are missing how he laughed at, uh, after the tickle he your balls. giggled his, at his own. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. I'm going to send you beer, but I'm not sending to Moscow because he's fucking... Where's my $40, Moscow? He's <laughs> you fucking, your money? You you call beer Whatever too. happened to that shit? Peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve-O. There you go. All right, what was I going to do? Some feedback or something? Feedback, yeah. Feedback's brought to you today by our good friend John over at BeerLawCenter.com. Go to BeerLawCenter.com and check it out. Uh, He can protect your trademark like he does the hop grenade. He had to do some work for us just last week, as a matter of fact. Some dude was over on uh, Craigslist selling literally. Oh, my. Could you believe that? And I'm not just talking about like a rendition of the hop grenade. Our hop grenade. Really? uh, On T-shirts. Stupid T-shirts to like make beer, not war. And And bumper stickers? Yeah. Wow. Hoppy Easter. Stupid things like that. I don't know. Have you you seen the Brewing Network social media feed? (laughs) Let's not not bag on the Hoppy Easter just quite yet. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, John's good and he knows what he's doing and that stuff was pulled down within about an hour of me sending it over to to John. Awesome. uh, Listeners always, you know, find this stuff for us and uh, Craigslist themselves pulled it down. He just sent a, a great letter over to them, uh, made them aware of the situation. It was gone uh, very quickly. John's great at what he does. Go to beerlawcenter.com. He can protect you guys too. Now you can go to your local Goodwill and get up, get your uh, Brewing Network Hoppy Easter yeah. shirts. Make beer, not war shirts. Right. Yeah, those, yeah. You know, yeah, go to China. People will be wearing those. Right. Right. I, I will say this. If you go to our local Goodwill anytime around now, you're probably going to find a shitload of Brewing Network shirts. I just cleaned out my closet. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was always like, um, 
maybe I should throw these away because it's embarrassing if Brewing Network stuff right. shows up at the thrift store. But then I, I couldn't bring myself to do it because that's sort of a yeah. dick move, too. Like, people need clothes. So I'll look out my window and some guy be blowing my grass at a Vietnam Yeah, exactly. I'll get it. Wait, oh, and what is that supposed to mean? Yes. No, nothing. No. Yeah, high school kid. I'm glad it's that, a high yeah. school kid. Yeah. Right. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I've done it, too, and I felt yeah. real bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. fuck, because if Justin ever finds this, I'm going right. to be deep shit. And I would. I would yell at you for it. Right. Of course yeah. you would. <laughs> but when I did it, I was like, ah, oh, what am I going to do? In high school, I found the basketball coach's coaching shirt at Goodwill. <laughs> nice. And he was my he was my U.S. history teacher. Yeah. And so I bought it at Goodwill and wore it to his class. <laughs> How did you get that? Right, yeah. Well, coach apparently, Miles. Apparently your wife threw <laughs> right, it out. Right. Yeah. You missing this, bro? Yeah. He uh, gave it to me last night. <laughs> All right. Dear Brewcast Holes and Bevo. That's a new one. I don't think we've oh, ever been called Brewcast yeah, Holes. More holes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hi guys, my name is Mike, and I've been a home brewer for about a year now. Hi, Mike. I've been listening to you. Thank you for coming, Mike. It's like an AA meeting. Uh, I've been listening to your shows for just as long. I started brewing after being shit canned from a job for no rhyme or reason, and having to move back to my hometown and into my parents' house at 25. Uh, I started devouring all your shows uh, from the session and Brew Strong to Doctor Homebrew, suck at JP uh, and the Sour Hour. Cut to now, I'm a Cicerone certified beer server and a BJCP recognized judge, and I've just been hired as the assistant brewer for a popular local brew pub. I never in a million years thought that someone would give me a, a cold, hard American cash dollars to make beer. And it's all thanks to you nutbags. Uh, so thanks for all you do and helping me. Uh, love and respect. Keep up the amazing work. Cheers from Mike. Well, congrats, Mike. I'm glad you're working in the brewing industry. Ma, the meatloaf! Still making beer, living in his parents' house. Yeah, Good man. <laughs> I didn't even know who that was for a bit. I was like, what, what noise was that? The meatloaf. Is the Will Ferrell and the mom's... Okay, forget it. Uh, it's from Wedding Crashers. Thank you. Will oh, Ferrell's yeah. like 50 and he lives with his parents. Thank you. He didn't say he was still living with his parents. Well, I'm doing the brewing math. I mean, that, yeah. well, it's most likely. Right. What do he do, buy a house? He is most likely still living with his parents, yeah. but we don't know. He, he bought a house it. in downtown San Francisco. <laughs> he bought a double wide in a double wide yeah, community. He's, a, he's living in a double wide community. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, can you scope out some property for me? <laughs> He brings home his tooth water from the brewery now. <laughs> so, what are uh, brewer wages like in uh, London? I mean, uh, John's not on the air anymore, so we can, <laughs> yeah. we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty sound asleep. He's just got a pay rise, so. Oh, there he goes. Oh, so he's doing fine. But he didn't uh, notice he didn't say from what to what. That's a good right. question, though. Here it's pretty low. I mean, uh, a brewer here makes. What? Barely like fast food, food wages. What, like, like if it may be 35? 35 to 40, it'd be like a beginning brewer, maybe. An yeah, hour? 35, a year. Thousand. Oh, okay. A year, yeah. yeah. $40,000. Okay. A year, yeah. Yeah. Um, for a brewer. Yeah, I mean, I, in terms of like a regular shift brewer, I think that's probably pretty quick. But similar. Um, and then in terms of, uh, you know, a head brewer, I mean, you, you know, you, you sort of double. Twice that sometimes? Really. Yeah, I think right. so. Um, in pounds, though. Just converting for us. Uh, I am. I am. I'm You're converting. Reversing the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So an assistant brewer might make like. Fifteen to twenty thousand pounds. You're saying, yeah, uh, maybe like um, you know, like eighteen thousand pounds, something like that for for someone, someone sort of starting out who who can who can brew um, twenty thousand pounds, whatever. If if they can sort of uh, you know uh, knock a brew out, um, you know, sort of going up from there, depending on responsibility. So, but that person is still living with their mother in London, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, like mean, London's expensive. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, incredibly expensive to live in. So. Um, I mean, one of the things that so we've got six different nationalities of, of, of brewers who who uh, work at, at Full Pure. So um, it, 
we London's rich in in sort of people who are from all around the world um, getting experience, and and, and we, we we try and sort of. I mean, one of the things we tried to do was to, to pay what we thought was a, a really reasonable, good sort of end of good. of the um, of the pay scale for people, mm-hmm. um, but. You know, it, it, it is it is a difficult place. A lot of breweries will rely on volunteer work and not paying people yeah. anything at all. So, are you yeah. saying that you pay by nationality? <laughs> right. Uh, Where did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've actually to, to to avoid anything like that. We've got really really simple pay scale. So, yeah, depending yeah. on what your job title is, depends just what exactly you get. What you get paid just gotcha. based on based it. on the SRM of your skin. It's a very simple equation. EBC. 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 Right. It's very simple. Just double it. Yeah. You <laughs> Before uh, you uh, read the next letter, you want to hear one more voicemail? Yeah, sure. Hey, guys. Scotty B. Bruin. That's my name on the forum. You can call me Scotty. So, hey, I was just brewing an IPA, and I was drinking, and I figured, hey, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of drunk. I sure the hell wouldn't drive right now. So I thought I'd call you and serenade you the way lovers have done through the centuries <laughs> while they were drunk. Oh, Lord. Are you ready? No. Yes. No. I'm kind of winded. I get winded really easily. I'm like, <laughs> so you're fat. Oh, winded oh, from talking? Here we go. I'm going to do my best. Singing's real hard. Did I ever tell you you're my heroes? What kind of brewers I would like to be? Oh, it's an adaptation. With you, all my brews will come out regal. I'm going to throw up. If you are the work for my youth. Oh, my God. He's, he's no poet laureate, that's for sure. Damn, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Have you? you feel that like... felt good. That's great. <laughs> there you go. If you are the work for my yeast. Oh, shoot my face off. <laughs> I have to call in sick tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Troy writes in. I have to call in sick for the next two minutes. <laughs> Dear BN shitlords and Bevo. <laughs> I just want to say an a lot of open nice thank Whoa. you to everybody who doesn't include me in these greetings. I really appreciate yeah. it. A lot of nice greetings today. I wanted to announce that I enjoyed my first and second and third and soon, I don't know what that means, legal homebrew this last weekend when I celebrated my 21st birthday. Well done. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to your shows for almost a year now, and I want to thank you guys for igniting my passion for craft beer. No homo. I've uh, even begun dreaming about one day opening my own brewery like any good home brewer. Hopefully you assholes won't be dead in 10 years. Uh, I would say that most of us probably won't be. Um, So maybe I will one day be guest on the session. Thanks again. You guys rock from Troy. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Tim writes in, hey, JP talks a lot about the Pico Brew system. Could he or any of you? This is a good question. Comment on how you don't get DMS bombs with this system. Since it's a closed system, uh, near boil, I would imagine a DMS is a big issue. So has JP done a clean Pilsner-style lager with the system? Thanks for years of good uh, info and entertainment. Think about that. What's the what's the, the principle, basically, that a nice, vigorous boil and no lid on it uh, drives off DMS, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So question being in a closed system like the Pico Brew is that if that's not happening, do we end up with DMS in well, the it's, beer? Well, it's not really closed. I mean, it, it vents off. Okay. You know, it, it, all that stuff doesn't just get absorbed in the thing. And I don't know the, the science behind it. I know the, the Pico Brew boil is 207. So okay. it's not that far off of our boil scale. Um, and it still drives off all that kind of nonsense. I think uh, maybe Warren can, I'm sure, interrupt me and correct me. 
That it, don't you drive? Thanks, that, JP. Don't you drive that slip <laughs> off like like one ninety or something like that? Isn't that kind of like the more the threshold for that? DMS has a lower boiling point, mm-hmm. and so that will be gassing off. And the Pico Brew comes with kind of a check valve type lid that you set on the keg. It's not just a corny keg with the lid engaged, and so right. it's a sealed container. And so there are gases that are allowed to escape. And so the DMS will volatize and be driven off because even, it, even at 207. Yeah, but it's like 190 or something, isn't it? Which was my question to you. Yeah, there's nothing magic it, about 212. It's just the number that water boils at. Yeah. A lot Do of good you, things happen below that, for sure. You want to... 140 is kind of the magic number where okay. you don't have to worry about more DMS being generated. Yeah. That's the main thing is that there's enough precursors for DMS in malt that it would just continue for a ridiculous amount of time. And so you want to be hot enough to drive it off, which 207 is, and then you want to drop it down below 140 to stop the DMS conversion as quickly as possible once you've stopped boiling. And so the check valve allows for that. All right. I did my uh, beardy. I, I did my first pico brew two nights ago. On oh my, yeah, my dad's pico brew. Uh, we didn't brew a, a lager, but it, it is a, a cool system. But you know who did? Uh, Annie yeah. uh, Johnson brought in her American light lager that oh. she had brewed on the pico brew when she was on the show. She brought in remember a few uh, side by sides. One she had done on her traditional system. One on the pico brew. If if there was a winner. The Pico Brew one tasted a little cleaner. I mean, they were both amazing, but okay. I mean, yeah. it, it's absolutely possible. Oh, yeah. They, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we were blown away by which yeah. one was the Pico Brew and which yeah. one was not. Because Definitely. you kind of go into that tasting automatically assuming that the one made on the machine isn't going to be as, you know, whatever. Uh, but it yeah, right. it blows you away. But no, I, to answer the question, I haven't done a lager on it. I would like to do one in the future. But no, I'm not concerned about DMS or any issues like that at all. Okay. It's yeah. an incredible system. Yeah. Uh, my dad's got the three-tap yeah. tower on his kegerator now because he can just crank the brews out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, get multiple styles on at once. And, you know, it's like two and a half gallons. So you can go through it real quick and get the next one on there. Nice. This is a revolution. He's going to get fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better. All right. Next one comes in. I know I'm late, but just wanted to express my annoyance with Nicole on the Pizza Port podcast and her making fun of Bressy Ranch in that Valley Girl voice. Most annoying thing ever in my BN listening experience, signed every listener ever. <laughs> I can't believe you actually read one. Wow. Yeah. Well, this one was from every listener ever. I felt like yeah, I had to. Uh, right. you, you can't ignore everybody. No, why like, would you? <laughs> I mean, I can. Happy uh, All right. Still getting that idea. That <laughs> yeah. um, Even uh, a week off. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's been like two months. Seems like. All right, Dan from Tampa, Florida writes in. Hey, guys. I'm waiting for my first grandchild to arrive any day now. See, I know where this is going already. There's a lot of sex. I, oh, uh, man. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. No. I read that sentence and I know exactly what's going to happen. What? This is the guy who wants to brew the beer to commemorate the baby and have the beer 21 uh, years oh, later. Yeah. What, you don't yeah. like that? I don't. Why? No. I know I'm supposed to, and it's a cool thing that homebrewers do. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on what homebrewers do. But I just think... You know, we don't have to commemorate everything with a beer, especially everything that's going to be 21 years from now. Yeah, it's only a, cool if you allegedly, yeah, make yeah, a if port. You allegedly home distill a beer that's for, for your 21-year-old, yeah. maybe. But I get it. It's a sentimental thing. It's it's a thing you create. I just it's gonna be shit. I'm gonna answer the question right now and tell you it's gonna be shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now read the rest of the email. All right. I'd like to brew a beer that I can lay down and <laughs> store until she's 21. Uh, okay, maybe 18. He says. So I'm planning on an English barley wine uh, of around 12 percent 
which I hope should age well. But I have a few questions about the best process to get the beer to age that long and still be drinkable. Don't age it that long. Uh, (laughs) I'm thinking I should bottle condition it to help scavenge any oxygen uh, that might get into the bottle. Um, Yes. However, what that 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 does uh, scavenge oxygen. However, oxygen will continue to enter the bottle. If you're just if you're doing a crown cap, it's just it's the way it's just science. It, it happens. It, oxygen after that yeast has been long dead and scrubbed it of the original oxygen, new oxygen will get in. So I don't know that it matters if you bottle condition if you're going to age something for 21 years. Does anybody else have an opinion no. on that? Yeah, I mean that yeast it, is going to totally it's right exactly in 21 years. Down. Uh, and, and add its own kind of off flavors as well. So Okay. So do it how you want. It's also going to be flat in 21 years. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. So oxygen. Uh, or forced carbonating. No, so there you go. Uh, should I up the bitterness? Uh, you know, if you were aging it for uh, a few years, I think the answer m- might be yes uh, under certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. For 21 years? No, yeah, right? It just won't even right. matter. It's yeah. going to drop. Does it matter? It's another thing to steal. Um, Contact. Oh, Dave. that's a good point. It, it, it's just another item yeah. that will. It's an antioxidant, but it'll also it'll stale. Okay. It'll fall out eventually. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, it'll stale and fall out. Yes, Can please. I also just say that good choice on a nice, easy, drinkable beer to introduce your well, granddaughter yeah. to? And then she'll hate <laughs> beer from now. Right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. He should contact Dave at Flat Tail and brew a five loco. <laughs> and then it might be fine. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for Dan. I don't mean to shit on your dreams here, but yeah, I was uh, trying to be he goes on to say, I plan to to wax the bottle tops, but then is there anything I should be watching for when I do that? Frankly, uh, I'm not a fan of the wax thing because I'm not convinced it does a goddamn thing. Other than make it harder to open. I, I, I believe Sierra Nevada has done tests and proven that it doesn't. It does. It's right. not an actual seal like like it looks like. It does it's, look it, great. It's not an oxygen barrier. It's not a thank you. Yeah. So, Dan, <laughs> I w- to add a positive note, I have had some really old barley wines that I enjoyed, actually. They have this very unique flavor. You, you know, you don't drink a pint of them. You, you pour a little bit in a glass. Yeah, soy and, sauce is great. And they, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you know, I've had your sushi in it. some super unique flavors come out of it, and it, it, they were nice to, to sip on. It is, in general, though, not going to be a, a wonderful drinking experience for your 21-year-old grandchild. However, if you're a good guy and they love you anyway, they, they might just smile and, and be happy that you, you brewed the beer. Get a savings plan. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe, maybe alongside, if you're going to do the beer, go buy a really good port right now, like a new one, but from a reputable place. Well, they don't, and lay that alongside of it, yeah. and then in 21 years you open your beer. <laughs> <laughs> they can wash it down with, with a nice, a, port. With a really nice port. Well, they don't just <laughs> bottle like new port; it's aged. Well, whatever. Yeah, you get the <laughs> This one will be I'm double not, aged. Say, make sure it's not 21 years old. Right. I guess yeah. is my point. Or actually, yeah. what, 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 this is what you should do: you should take the ingredients, the cost of the ingredients, which would probably be 100 bucks, depending on whatever volume, and put it in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> right for right. her, and that's actually right. something that she can open when she's twenty-one or eighteen, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she actually has money instead Even of stale, terrible soy sauce. Start yes. an IRA, and she'll be a millionaire by the time she uh, retires. There yeah. you go. Uh, if you want to do it, I do get the sentiment. You know, go to town, but there's really there's not a whole lot of things you can do that are going to make a twenty-one-year-old beer all, all that much better. There's nothing, no. unless you're Cantillon, and then it might you know. But you're not. Oh, let's maybe. be honest. So, all right, uh, Mark writes in. Hey, Brewcaster, just want to drop a quick line. Uh, thank you for keeping me sane 
Well, you must have been crazy to begin with. <laughs> I've been listening to your archives for 12-plus hours a day for the last three weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. poor guy. <laughs> while enduring the wine harvest season here in New Zealand. Your ability to blend info and humor. Okay, thanks. Uh, and then other things. Um, <laughs> I, I think he has a good product uh, idea for it. From all the info I've gleaned from your shows, I thought I would bite the bullet and enter my first competition. It was for a wet hop Nelson Savine, and my God, was it shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a glass of brown wine. No malt flavor, no bitterness, just fucking wine. Janice Brown? Um, Kidding. Joke. <laughs> uh, 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 first time in three and three Yeah, how do we make it through it? Uh, his uh, product idea is that we have uh, Brewing Network ascots. Yeah! Why oh, aren't they in the store oh. already? Thank you and screw you all, Mark, from New Zealand. All right. BN ascots. JP's on board. Yeah. That would be a good uh, NHC Awards dinner attire for oh, everybody. Yeah. Well, you're right. We'd sell four of them. Putting my ass in a cot? I love it. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. That was your feedback for today. Hey, Beardy, let me ask you a question. Are you okay. are you getting enough uh, enough uh, cock socking? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I never can get enough cock socking. I bet you'd like more. Yeah, please. <laughs> well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more. Awesome. Ten free gifts, as a matter of fact. Uh, first, you're going to get a, su- a sexy surprise for her. Candy, what about me? I think. Oh well, second, a specially selected toy for him. Oh. Yeah. For me, I guess. For JP. For me. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, no. Well, what do I get? Uh, a little something you'll both enjoy. Oh, all right. Or all three of you. Me, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Plus, you'll get full uh, uh, six full-length adult movies on DVD. Full-length, huh? <laughs> we, I think we use that joke every single time. <laughs> I just love the beardy interview. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, and then number 10, free shipping on your entire order. So, uh, Beardy, what do you think you have to do to get the 10 free gifts? Um, cock sock somebody. <laughs> All you got to do is go to adamneve.com and select any one item. Uh, it could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. And then use coupon code BNARMY, B-N-A-R-M-Y. Check out. You get 10 free gifts. Go to adamneve.com today and use coupon code BNARMY. Help us help you, really. That's what we're trying to do here. Thank you. That felt good. <sighs> All right. What's our Twitter game today, Jip? Uh, the Twitter game was to name Beverly's uh, double wide community that she will start in you know thirty years. Or so. <laughs> oh That's man, right. yeah, double wide Sunnyvale in thirty years. How old am I going to be in thirty? Oh shit, dead. <laughs> you better work on your retirement long before that. Yeah, fifty nine. Uh, How come you never ask me if I'm getting enough? Uh, <laughs> because I think the answer is you don't want enough. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that you're on the you're on the baby sex schedule now. You only have sex when you when it's ready for another baby. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not even then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. I'm like, wait, what? What, what, how, what day is it? No, <laughs> baby. Steps. No, 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 no. On average, how often do you and Sam have sex? Not enough. Uh, like wow. I, in a month, how many times in a month are we talking here? Or should I should I broaden the? <laughs> no, a month is fine. Um, Years, decades. Not very much. Like. Five? Wow, that, that seriously? Means, that means two. Five once times a, in a, a month? Week? Yeah. How like often? Once a week. Once a week. And how, how often are you sober? Always. I don't drink that much. Uh, but How I'm often is like, Sam? <laughs> well, that's a completely different story. <laughs> okay. He drinks a lot. Um, But, I, you know, I will say, even though we don't do other things all the time, I'm a good wife. 
Wait, what so does he's this well mean? taken care of. Uh, what does that mean? None of your business. Are we talking yeah. like you know what I'm talking three about? Guesses. I don't need to say it. It's so, I'm a lady. So when Sam comes in and he's like, I want a and you're like, not that, but I'll do this, is what you're saying. Yes. Wow, that is oh, a good wife. I'm yeah. a good wife. Yeah. Good on you. Are we talking about butt stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little butt. <laughs> yeah, that's what no. we're talking about. Right. No. All right. I don't know. I'm just checking. Yeah. What, what do you I do? was talking about Sam's butt, by yeah. the way. Right. Make him a sandwich. <laughs> then actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, that's what I thought you meant. You're, I thought you meant, like, I vacuum. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. This oh, no, have you been filthy. to my house? <laughs> you want, you want to play that Nintendo? crap? Okay. Right, yeah. Let him yeah. watch his favorite TV show for half an hour? Sure. All right. Great. That's good. So what yeah, I'm really were... glad I brought that up. <laughs> good job, people. Ten years you haven't learned. Uh, what were our submissions? <laughs> well, we got some pretty good ones. Uh, Snow Coog Can't wait. says, uh, Bebo should call it Wacka 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 Stand. <laughs> wacka Stand. Wacka Stand. <laughs> wacka 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 Stand. I love Wacka Stand. <laughs> pretty good. What? I like that. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Especially since you're such a good wife, right, too. Right, it yeah. has a double meaning right. now. Uh, wacka, wacka, wacka. Sam's like, yeah. I live in Wackistan every night. <laughs> uh, Butch33 says she should call it Toucan's Estates. <laughs> okay. That's pretty weird. Um, Lesher House Beers writes Sugar Valley Estates. Okay. Well, I think that was pretty good. Uh, David Bay says, I don't know, but after saying Bevo and Double Wide, you have Sugar Valley Brewers' attention, which I thought was pretty valid. Double <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Wide. Uh, the Harry Beaver Brewery. Oh, that's rude. Wait, is that the name? H A R R Y. Okay. Okay. Get out, of, get out of the gutter. Wait, is uh, that his name? Yeah, that's his name. I, I thought he was I naming assume. that. I thought that's what my double wife named <laughs> me. <laughs> right, yeah. That's, oh, I thought like, the name oh, of the park was. Oh, so did I. Believe it or not, I spared you from those. Okay. Oh, thank what you. What was the name uh, of his park? Harry says, how about Chateau Bevo, where every slot is double wide? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, thank you for sparing me. So I like the slogan the better than the name. Right, not only the name, but he has a tagline, which yeah, is great. The, and then he says, love you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Is it L-U-V? No. Oh. Beerphoria writes, double D estates, all double wides, all the time. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That fell flat. Uh, Pan- Panther Hollis says, the Badonka double wide. If you reach Sam's Camaro, you've gone too far. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Again, rude. Well, it's more Sam's Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and then Blobber uh, got real weird on us. He goes, uh, Bevo, Bevo's Quintuplets Museum and Double Wide Trailer Park. Okay. <laughs> that is weird. What? Keep in mind, he doesn't Esoteric. have neighbors. Okay, so let's just, you yeah. know, he doesn't have a lot of people to bounce these ideas off of. Um, our friend Marley says, uh, hella awesome acres. Be good or we'll cut you. All right. Well, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Jade at HopTech says, Wacka Wacka Acres. Yeah, okay. That was mm-hmm. good as well. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, Arabian Goggles. <laughs> That's that the listener? From years and years. I don't know I don't, what that I means. I don't even remember. What Where are Arabian Goggles? You balls and you put them over, your, <laughs> over the face. And they're Arabian okay. uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, I'll show you later. Bevo was like, that's Thursdays. <laughs> She's a good wife. She's like, how did you know? You can't have sex, but I let you give me Arabian goggles. Right. Sam comes in. It's Arabian goggles night. It's a sandstorm. Arabian night. Uh, he says, uh, Bevo should call it Apple Bottom Acres, where teeth are optional and Viagra is not. Oh, all right. And last but not least, uh, Ben Wolkwee says, Gryffindor Estates. 
Okay. Wacka, wacka, wackistan is our winner, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Yeah, that is, seriously, that should be the name of your, of your community, your double-wide community, Bebo. It's a good name. Double-wide. Uh, all right. Are we good? Are we done? We're good. Did I finish? Uh, does uh, Scotty, Scotty B. Brewing or uh, Steve-O deserve Drunk of the Week? Oh, um, oh, Scotty! He sang a song. He sure did. Yeah, Scotty. Even though the <laughs> the awful lyric rendition. Oh, <laughs> don't do it again. Mind. Yeah, please not. <laughs> uh, you guys should play it at the brewery uh, every Saturday during their tasting room. If you guys want it, we'll send you the MP3 file. Okay. Uh, yeah, Scotty wins our drunk of the week. Uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, you can call in to 855-WIN-DOTW. Also call in and make your case for why you should win um, a pass to NHC, yeah. a, a free uh, all, all-inclusive all pass to NHC. Also, uh, go check out whitelabs.com. If you go to whitelabs.com, they've got a, a yeast class they're putting on during uh, the week of NHC. I think it's on the Wednesday before our party. Tuesday. So if you want to uh, actually get your learning on... Um, then on Wednesday, June 10th, uh, at White Labs, there's the uh, their yeast class during NHC. So go check it out. WhiteLabs.com. And I think that's it. Yeah. Is that all I have to do? I all right. so. We are off next week. Yay! Which is, which is awesome. When we come back the week after, JP will be your host. Oh, that's right. Forever. I'm going to go on um, He's gonna uh, die. retirement. I'm going to go on death. Death, and, death uh, watch. No. What if I did want to take a sabbatical, JP? Would you? How long would you host for? It, well, we need to talk serious pay raise. Yeah, yeah, I could consider that. Okay, then when do you want to? Do you want a double white? Five dollars? <laughs> uh-uh, <laughs> don't you get it on my double white? Single actually. wide. How about a single? Will you do no. it for a single wide? Well, uh, with uh, it depends on what amenities are in there. Well, keep like, in do mind, do I have an indoor outdoor shower? Um, well. Really, it doesn't matter because now everything else you own, you have to share with Taryn. Right. So it's going to be the only thing that's just yours. There's a twin left. bed. Yes. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it does suck. <laughs> <That's a mess. laughs> I'll have to think about it. I mean, it's only half hers when you get a divorce, so it's fine. <laughs> well, with California, it'll be all hers. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's already all hers. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't wait to your second wedding. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have started that yet. Hang on. I'm not done. God, wow. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just this part? Oh, you finished already. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks uh, to Dan and Tom for coming in from Fort Pure and coming all the way from London just to see us. That was very nice of you guys. Yeah, just to see you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. us. All right. All right, Dan and Tom will be on the road on their way to the Craft Brewers Conference. I know that Dan's doing a little bit of road trip. So any of our Brewers friends, if you see them, they're nice gentlemen. Uh, invite them in the brewery. Don't let them touch anything. But uh, <laughs> but invite them into the brewery and, and, and treat them well. They're good guys. And seriously, you guys are brewing some fantastic beer. Please keep that up because I want to go to London and drink fantastic beer. And you guys are doing that. So go to fourpure.com and check it out, and you can find out where to, to get the beer. And then we've got some on tap right now. We've got the collaboration beer, and hopefully one day soon we'll have two more beers on tap. We'll let you know. Sign up uh, at our uh, Hop Grenade uh, Facebook page because that's where we post that stuff. Also for our um, the Hop Grenade Twitter account, every time we put something on tap, it automatically lets you know. So when we do that, uh, your beers, it'll show up there too. So I'm excited to, to pour more of your beer. I'm just going to throw my own party down here since you guys won't be here. You know, we'll we'll FaceTime you when we tap the cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guys. Thanks for being here. All right, JP. Now are you ready? God, I'm sorry. I'm kind of a diva today. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it all.
You look tired of it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get us out of here. Maybe you should just read your poetry over this. Uh, <laughs> You're better at it than I am. I don't even know. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. The lads from Four Pure came all the way from London to attend the CBC, and were kind enough to come on the show. Thanks a lot, guys. Got a homebrew label that you want everyone to know about? Enter it into the National Homebrew Label Awards at homebrewlabelawards.com and win some cool things, maybe some stuff. I don't know. Follow JP on Twitter at Major Jip, and if you're any kind of Disneyland or Disney World fan, which everybody is, let's be honest, support his new endeavor, Cub Ears. Go to getcovears.com for the best way to find your Disney Park style and customize that ratty-ass Mickey Mouse ear hat. Warren got a haircut, so there's that. For some good beer inside and homebrew info, follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew and Mike McDowell at Tasty McDee. Production director on the session has been Pushy Jack. Today's show has been produced by Scott Moskowitz. JP was entering his poetry into some national contests. Bebo was being a real cunt. And your host was Justin Crosley. Be sure to everybody. Guys, 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 guys